we're back. You damn right we're back. And we came out of surprise, like Beyonce. Uh, not like Beyonce, more like, I don't know. Like Beyonce. I don't know. A little Beyonce. Cause I'm not that thick. <laughs> All right. <laughs> not like J. Cole, come on. Like Beyonce. Hey, well, fuck J. Cole. Let's do that. And, and we're going to get to that pretty soon. But for now, listen to Two Bells Podcast. We're back, motherfuckers. Finally back. We are back, ladies Finally. and gentlemen. Finally. After like, how many like weeks? It's it might be, it might be like a couple weeks. Seven close. to eight weeks. Yeah, close to two months, I guess. That's how long it takes you, them to ship you like your driver's license. Really? No. That's fucked up. That's, I know your passport takes a long time. Maybe passport. I don't know. I've, I don't have a passport currently. Really? You never had one? I've had you said a card? passport. No, I said I currently don't have one. Oh. Um, I used to have a passport. It's probably expired. I have no idea where it is. Mm. Um, Where'd you go? I don't Did you go remember. to Trinidad? No. I just got a passport. Yeah. I just got one. Um, yeah, we're back. I mean, you know, welcome back. Wah, wah, it's little baby bitch. To episode 151 of the Two Bells podcast. And, and I feel like we should explain what we did on our fake summer vacation. Um... What I did on my summer vacation was what I did on my <laughs> summer vacation was. Nah, I'm I mostly like I mostly was working and then like doing whatever I wanted in my free time. That's lit. So ba- yeah, like so <laughs> like with like my Fridays were like before it was like the stacked like vertical of me going to work on Thursday, taking a nap on on Thursday afternoon to get up again, like close to like seven o'clock to go back to like like Williamsburg to do the the party we the shifted Thursdays that we do every every Thursday with Max and I DJ'd a couple of them and then like some days and some weekends I'd be like DJing things like Twan's graduation barbecue I mm-hmm. DJed Shanae's barbecue the Jiggy Body barbecue shout out to her and her cousin yo Fact. she was dope um but nah just that mostly just that yeah yeah. I didn't even get the chance to work on any music because it's like I was fucking swamped at work. Like, they're giving me more responsibility, basically. It's whack how we, like, we took a break because it was, like, so much responsibilities. And then, like, responsibilities fill the gap of, like, whatever that. Yeah, so basically, like that. Like, I was doing more stuff for, like, my house and stuff like that. I right. was getting certain things fixed up around the house or whatever. In that, that free time, because I didn't, I didn't have like a time constraint on when I had to leave home on Friday. Like I usually like have to get ready, listen to all this music, and mm-hmm. if I if I want to like import it into Serato, I import it into these folders and right. then like sort it from there. It's a whole, listen, the Two Belts podcast. It's not. It's not just. And then a, you've been doing stuff too. Like so, it's like our fucking schedules are crazy. My, yeah. So everyone knows at this point. I do another weekly podcast called the A Show mm-hmm. on RNTN Radio. We'll talk more about that pretty soon. Um, I do, I've done The Lookout, the it's Dragon just, Ball podcast. Shit is top notch. The, the Lookout is fucking amazing. I love that podcast just because. It's it's culmination of the things you've loved for a very long time. Yeah, and just being able to do it is pretty fucking easy. I love music. I love wrestling. I love Dragon Ball Z. Just do podcasts about all three of them. The best thing would be to get paid for all of these. So, you know what? Continue listening, maybe. <laughs> and tell your friends. Tell your friends to tell your friends. Tell your friends to tell your friends. Um... 
Also, oh, one year anniversary of oh, my yeah. girlfriend. So that was. That. I was like, one year anniversary. Bitch, we've been together forever. <laughs> <laughs> Girl. That was fun. <laughs> um, went um, riding boats in Central Park. Yo, so that shit is bad funny. That, that shit is. No, I did it one time with my uncle in like Long Island. And did the oar is- break off for you? Oh, no, it didn't break off. We had a paddle. We had one of those, like, paddle swan boats. Oh, no, nah, we ain't had that shit. My, my uncle was laughing. He's like, you see how ridiculous this contraption we're in is? We had the oar shit, and of course, I'm not going to... Your know, oar snapped because you probably, like, you yeah, probably, like I was, forced it I in was the strong-arming it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, you're supposed to kind of finesse it. Well, no, it's not one oar. It's both oars, so it's, like, one of those, like, row boats. Like, you oh, doing I thought it was one paddle to each side. No. Nigga. I thought it was some, was, like, old-fashioned Lewis and Clark fucking, canoe shit. <laughs> I wasn't Tom Sawyer in it, nigga. I was yeah, not fitting the shit. <laughs> first of all, we would have called you nigga with a hard R, <laughs> nigger Jim. <laughs> Nah, the fucking oar broke off. I was afraid, and I was like, "Listen, I I can't." Swim. Nigga, you, you about to <laughs> you about to put your arms in the water? Nigga, I was just like, "Yo, if you flip over, it's every man for themselves." I'll meet you at the shore. Um, that was nah. Fun. You better pick up Sam, throw like a Donkey Kong barrel onto the. Onto Jeez, land. but like Fridays, what do I do? I just hung out on Fridays. I just try to like yeah. enjoy. I most most Fridays. I'm not even gonna lie. Like literally, the Friday after we took the break, I was doing other. <laughs> I was doing yeah. The that's the thing. Like it's it was, like more stuff on top of more stuff. So it's like I had like mostly meetings or I was like DJing stuff or getting ready to DJ stuff. Right, but it, it's it, I think it's necessary to continue to take these breaks because they allow us to be refreshed. I mean, yeah. we missed a whole bunch of shit like oh yeah and this episode is going to be like i don't even know how long this is going to be it's, it's probably going to be an hour and it's going to be long but it's like we missed a whole bunch of shit um i just had to like sit there and grin it that we literally missed a whole bunch of shit mm-hmm. um but it is what it is i mean in, in sort of life things happen thing and everyone moves on mm-hmm. so we've all moved on from kanye saying slavery was a choice and all the other shit um, even though we're going to talk about that today, you slap him like a bitch. Yeah, and 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 we've done a lot of things, but we've also contemplated changes with the, yeah, yeah, with the, with format, the format of the show, with the format of how we just do because things. of the, the the constraints to our schedule and plus also content. Like, yeah, it's like it's hard to pump out content on a weekly basis Listen. because sometimes we have to dig for shit. Like sometimes nothing happens in a week. It's hard to review and a Nas album on Friday when it comes out Saturday. It came out on Saturday? No, nah, it came out like Friday night. It literally came out like 10 o'clock Friday night. That shit oh. was sad. I was just like, you know what? I'm, I was so glad we didn't do anything um, that week. Um, but, yeah, we, we, we've we contemplating changes like just to the format of the show. And, mm. and from here on out, um, we're pretty much going to be doing the show bi-weekly. Yeah, bi-weekly. So... We won't. I don't think we'll take as much breaks as we as we've done. No, before, I think we can do this. We can do this much longer if it's set up like this. Yeah, we can continue to be it because we got to worry about like us in general. Like you be you get burnt out doing a week after week and looking after Ooh. guests and then guests being like, "Ha, I want to do it." Ha, never mind. Um, yeah, with guests, the guests is probably like kind of the hardest part because some people are like in the city and easily accessible some are not you right. know some people work different schedules and, and then, then like, when we do it we do it in Harlem not everyone wants to travel not yeah not everyone can get here to Harlem yeah. not everyone feels the like yeah and like even over the phone some people don't feel comfortable yeah like, but it, you know it is what it is but we we're back so we're going to be this bi-weekly so two belts bi-weekly um yeah, the joke you made earlier that was funny what um <laughs> oh they were going bi-weekly for pride month <laughs> 
uh, Pride has really become corporate this year. Um, yeah, because niggas realize how much money they can get from y'all. Yeah, like they, like they see, they, a... they see they see like just as much as they're cashing out on like people of color. They're ca- like this is like the month to cash out on um, like, like on like queer culture. Yeah, LGBTQA I I I think there's an I in it now. What's an I? All right. I, I mean the. I mean, I know this. I don't know because it's there's non-binary where it's like you're on. you don't define as one specific gender. That's they and them pronouns. Um, the I stands for. Why am I looking at Urban Dictionary? I feel. Oh, like, inter probably. Um. Intersex. Yes. Yeah, intersex. Intersex. There you go. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So we have that. We're we're going biweekly uh-huh. for the rest of our lives. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to tell my parents. <laughs> um, we're also joining a group mm-hmm. of individuals. Yeah, yeah. They announce it. Like we're, we're joining. You know R- more about it than I. <laughs> we're joining RNC Radio. Ding, so ding, two ding. belts will be now in collaboration with RNC Radio. So you can listen to the fine podcast on RNC Radio, such as the A Show with me, myself, and Justin Davis, such as RNC Radio with Justin Davis and Josh P, such as the Perfect Play with Huey, such as RSPN with Mark and Jeff, and uh-huh. such as I don't want to forget anyone. We have late fees with Eric Abris, Wesley, Pat, J Five. And we have, I don't want to forget anybody. We do so many pockets. Oh, The Lookout with me and Jeff. Yeah. Boom. And then, you know, me and Carlos. Mm-hmm. Just two regular. Wait, old- Jeff is his name? Jeff. Really? Oh, the Platinum yeah, Chanel Yeah, exactly. Boy. Nigga, I thought. Uh, for- you thought his real name was Platinum Chanel Boy? No, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but I just always saw him referred to as Old News Boy. And it's like any episode, it's not like niggas to say Jeff. No, you're definitely not saying Jeff. Jeff like- or Jamil. Because like, Platinum so- Chanel Boy is like the waviest, like. Well, yeah, yeah, it is pretty wavy. Like, um, but, you know, it is what it is. But we're joining the the crew, so we'll be um, under that syndicate. Yeah, I would tell people my name is Platinum Chanel Boy. Yeah. Because then niggas think you're like some rich nigga from the future. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, that's that's the kind of name you Oh, they could make a Danny Phantom-esque cartoon about it. (laughs) Like, you know? Um, But, yeah, that's what we're doing. We're moving in 2018, so catch us on RNC Radio Network. Um, We'll still have this normal feed, so please stay subscribed to this feed. But you also, we're just part of the family. The family continues to grow and become stronger. And when the brand becomes stronger, you'll be able to topple all of you motherfuckers and get chills on Showtime like Jesus and Mero. (laughs) So, you know. Either that or we're just going to end up on one big show where we're all sitting at one big round table in L.A. I mean, there's an open in Advice Land now, like. You think we could do Vice Land? You think we should? I mean, I mean, I'd be high up every episode because I pro- I'm pretty sure we could put that on like the rider. I'm sure Meryl's high. Uh, like, oh no, they're both episode. high. Like a lot of episodes. Mm. Like they, you could look dead in like Meryl's eyes and see how high. Yeah, he is. he's just like smack. Just, ah, um, yeah. Um, let's see other things that we have to talk about. We had issues with the. We have issues with um. What's going on in America right now? Oh, yeah, America, you fucking wild. America's kind of wi- whack right now. America's super whack. Well, it's always been kind of whack if you're a person of color or anyone that's not white. Yeah. But it's like, now it's like escalating to the level of how the fuck can you do this? Yeah. Like, as people that, like, I'm sure anyone that's, like, sat in, like, a history class knows the history of, like, World War Two or the history of the Holocaust and things like that. And Japanese and internment camps, camps, concentration camps, um, overseas, um, 
slavery. The, the what, what do I want to say? The um, the displacement of Native Americans in America and their murder as well. It's just like yo, it's like fucking crazy. They've had like, Mayor Mayor Giuliani killing all those homeless people. Oh yeah, he definitely did. do Secretly that. killing them. Yeah. Not just that, even even like uh, inmates, inmates when they're released from Rikers. Like you know how people are released from Rikers? No. You released with like whatever belongings they got. They they arrest. They like arrested you in mm-hmm. or whatever. And basically, you're not given like a jacket or anything. So if you were arrested in like the summer, mm-hmm. and you're getting out in November where it's fucking cold, and the bus lets you off in like the middle of fucking nowhere, in um, I think the bus lets you off somewhere close to either Harlem or the island, wow. right, like Randall's Island. It, it lets you off somewhere around there, and it's like you don't get anything, like just one metro card. That's trash. It is trash because if you don't have anywhere to like, if your family is disconnected from you, or you never had any actual family before going to jail, right? You know, you're disconnected from certain things. Like some of those people end up homeless and end in the street, right? One hundred percent. I mean, but we we definitely wanted to at least bring attention to it, just because we know people listen to this podcast and we know people. Um, and it hurts my like as a person whose parents are immigrants. Yeah, hurts, same here. This hurts my fucking heart. Like, like it's it's crazy. There's thousands of kids being held in sort of these camps at the border because of the. Um, not even at the just the border. It's just in different states as well. Mm. Different states are, are are cracking down on like what they believe is illegal immigration. If and, you don't have documented evidence that you are right le- here legally, what they do is they basically strip your like if your child is born here, they strip the child from you and right. they take the child and put them in the internment camps, mm-hmm. and then they 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 process you well, to be um, deported. It's a they reference the children as pretty much like unaccompanied alien children. Yeah. And it's kind of messed up because it's it, it, not kind of messed up. It is fucking messed up. It's fucking terrible. It's 100% messed up. It's like to think that this is going on in America in 2018 after the history, after the accessibility to all this knowledge, after, you know, America's been founded on, you know, the, the backs of immigrants, like throughout history. And just to think that this is going on and, and we really had to like get out there to bring even awareness to this, you know, this fucking orange Cheeto in the White House named Donald Trump. And it's, it's, the worst part is, is that this sociopath has no idea the kind of things that he's putting other people through because he doesn't want to listen. Yeah. It's, it's like it's like talking to a giant and he's so rat. far he's so far removed. And it's like... It is crazy. It's it's 100% crazy. I don't understand how someone could, like, I don't, like, unless this is... People who have you know what, built Trump Towers... These are essentially these type like immigrants who have like helped build Il- Trump built, Tower. Built, worked, yeah, things like that. Like I'm sure working they're... his buildings, all these other shit. I mean, all of this type of thing takes into account. He has no sympathy, no, you know. He signs this executive order because of people, all the backlash from it, and he's just like, listen, I can't do anything with it right now. If you want to do it, ask the Democrats. And it's like this isn't about that. This is about America, my guy. This is about this is about future. how we all this you know is it's, children. It's, it's going to be crazy when other nations step in because this is this is cruel. Right. This is other nations, you know, there's like they have rules against it. And then we're we're stepping away from that, too. We're stepping away from some sort of uh, what is it? The U.N., like the peace stuff. Like yeah. we're, stepping, we're, we're apparently stepping away from all of that. It's wild. It's it's, it's insane what's going on in this country. And it's like whoever, yo, it's, whoever comes in next is going to look like Jesus. Whoever. I mean, if if we don't explode first, yeah. If we if, if we don't, you know, like dumbasses first. So kind of like I don't know. I don't want this to be like 2019 is a year away. It's a uh, and, and and candidates for the 2000, 2000. I guess it's 2020. What am I saying? 
um, I'm thinking they were picking candidates in 2019, 2020. 2020 election is still two years away. Mm-hmm. So we candidates are probably, you know, surmising of what they, how they want to run and all this other stuff. So it's got, I don't know. This is just fucked up. It's just like, you know, shit um, just There's up. currently a, like a law firm in Texas. They also do nonprofit work and charity work. They're trying to end these, these little internment camps that they're, they're putting together. So it's called Raices, and I'll, I guess I'll put the link for anyone that wants to donate to them. They're basically just fighting for the cause and trying to end the internment camps. The shit is crazy. Life yeah. is crazy. You know, it, it's, it's basically just to bring the families back together because yeah. this is terrible. Yeah, you're breaking like, families you, apart. You're, you're like drugging kids so they don't cry or scream or yeah, act unruly. There's like just the way. The fact that there is, like, this zero-tolerance policy with sort of, uh, you know, immigrants coming into America, and then you're ripping apart from the children, and it's like, this is law, this is what we have to do, and then you have no plan for how you're going to deal with the children. So now you have, what, these soldiers, these people, these these workers who have no idea what they're supposed to do with these children, how long they're supposed to keep them. They're supposed to keep them for a minimum of, they're supposed to be keeping them for a maximum of 20 days. Um, They're trying to get something so they can establish it, so it's a no-limit type of time, so they keep them for as long as they want. And they don't know how to address these children's issues. What about the children under five years old, four years old? There are children literally helping each other out. Like, there are kids changing other kids' diapers yeah. in the internment camps because some because there's, like, a lot of neglect it's, that's going it's on. It's fucking crazy. Like, it's it's wild. So, you know what? Um, if you can do anything, we'll definitely put the link in the bio. Yeah. Um, if you want to donate, if you want to get involved with the cause, we'll just... Right, or at least just let be, just be aware. Just know, yeah. you know? Just know that this has happened in America and, you know, shit is crazy. Um, I want to talk about episode 150. 150? Oh, what happened? Yeah. Uh, oh, it's just, what, what, what label is J. Cole on? We got, <laughs> we got an alert for, like, it's not really fuck J. Cole. I'm sure he'd probably sit down and drink tea with me and tell me about the problems of the world and uh, shit. Oh, of course. Um, but, it, nah. I mean, it was, it was J. Cole's music. So the last season of, the, the last What song was, was it exactly? It was ATM. It's ATM that we played the. That's music not music. even fire, nigga. Yeah. That's the worst part. That don't even slap. Right. <laughs> it's not even the hardest shit on there. Oh my god! Episode one fifty was flagged because of AT- J Cole ATM. So it was, which stands for ass to mouth. It's a. Uh, it was it was whack mainly just because it was. It's probably the first time we've had a full episode flagged. Not, yeah, and it was not even so much that it was a monumental episode. You it's know like, what I yeah. mean? Like we've reached it. It took a long ass time for us to reach it. It's like four years. Three years we've been doing this. Mm-hmm. Three to four years, we've been doing this podcast to even get to episode one hundred fifty. Doing it weekly and then switching it up and then doing seasons and even just to get to one hundred fifty, mm-hmm. a podcast that gets to episode one hundred fifty is a big thing. For sure, it's it's huge. It was huge for us. It was huge for everything. We we celebrated it. We talked about it. We you know we wanted to do so many big things about uh, surrounding the episode that we didn't get to, but it was flagged. At that moment, I was just like, I could either put it up and they're probably going to flag it again, mm. or I could just wait till, you know, the streets are less hot mm-hmm. for J. Cole, which immediately happened um, because the album was trash. Um, Lukewarm. But, so, in that response, I waited probably about six, seven weeks before I put the episode back. I uploaded it back immediately without the J. Cole ATM part, but I waited about six, seven weeks before I actually made it public with you know, everyone. So um, if you saw the episode, shout out to you. You can listen to the episode. It's episode 150. It has an amazing intro. I love that intro so much. I want to make it the intro forever. 
Um, nah, nigga, that's mad long. It, like, you tack them shits together like, like verbal paper mache. It was a, it was a beautiful intro. That's all I'm saying. Um, it is. But episode 150, you know, that's that's behind us. You're always free to listen to it. We're on episode 151, and we have to talk about all the things. I mean, we don't have to talk about everything. So where do we start? We start with Drake, right? We Well, n- I feel like we can get to that when we get to Push's album. So I feel like the general okay. synopsis of this episode is we're back from Wyoming. <laughs> we're back from Wyoming. We are back. We just copped our Gildan finesse. Right. We're going to talk, talk a little bit about music. We're going to talk about the music that mm. we like. We're going to talk about the music that we missed. We're going to talk about the musicians who are no longer with us. And then we're going to talk about, essentially, I'd say this episode mainly focuses on the five-headed beast that is good music that has been over the last five weeks. Uh, I would just like to let people know it is 4.04 p.m. on Friday. Still no Tiana Taylor album. Still yet? no Tiana Taylor album. So that's it, okay. Uh, what was the listening party like last night, or is this tonight? No, it was last night. So, wait, how's the album still being mixed? And they have, you know what? I I don't question this nigga's yeah. stupid ass. I really think that he he opened his mouth and now he's got to follow through with it, and that's why he's wilding out like this. Uh, I I just really have no idea. I mean, it's a. I think certain things were in the works, but it's just like the fact that he talked about it out loud and made all these announcements it's meant he had to constantly. I think there's a process with uploading things to Apple Music and iTunes and getting it cleared and do all of that. And you have to go through the process to get all that done. Um, But in sort of the interim, when you're working on the album to the last minute to prepare for the listening party, they're not preparing the album to release it. They're preparing the album for the listening party. So when you're essentially doing that, it takes a while, you know? Um, Let's see. But we're going to talk about that. But let's talk about the music that we missed and sort of the music that we like. I... I yeah, I I said in the rundown mm-hmm. three songs. Three songs that you're feeling right now. Right now. That you're okay. just feeling right now. Should, should I go? Should I go first? You want to go first? I'll, um, we we don't got to play the songs. Oh, okay. Thank God we don't have to play. But I'm gonna pull them up anyway. Yeah. So we don't got to play the songs. I have the song and um, it, it's it's a weird first pick. It's really? A, yeah. Uh-huh. It's Gold Link and Christina Aguilera. Oh yeah, she's dropping an album soon, or she just dropped, she dropped it? it already, like two weeks ago. Yeah, um, it's it's really good. Mm. Like just Goldlink makes things a lot more. He like blends the area between like pop R and B and like hip hop, and it, I think it's just the tone of his voice and his delivery and things like that. And it's just the overall sound that accompanies him mm-hmm. when he does these type of things. That and ha- that'll have like Christina Aguilera, who's an amazing singer, and mm-hmm. just you know. It is what it is, voyeuristic artist who tries a whole bunch of shit over mm. her lifetime and make these sort of tracks. So I love that track. Um, I love R.A.N. Ran by Miguel on the Superfly soundtrack. One of the best Miguel oh, yeah, songs. Oh, sounded really good. I think I put it in my R&B folder. Called, it's just, called it's Real Ass Nigga. It's re- oh, yeah, it is Real, Real Ass Nigga. nigga. Um, and then I like the new song by Six Lack, our friend Six Lack. Uh, was it Switch? Switch. Yeah, I listened to it. It's I, it's cool. I do like Switch. I don't know. I didn't think it was better than anything he put out like last time, but I wanted. I'm interested in seeing what his album looks like now. Yeah, one hundred percent. So th- those are the three songs I like. You can check it out, Christina, mm-hmm. Christina, and Gold Link, like um, I do. Um, songs that I like. This song came out like recently. Like I guess not too long ago. It's a Boogie and Devito. Like oh I yeah, yeah, yeah. Said, way, too way too long, right? Way too fly. Way too fly. I, yeah, way too fly. 
I remember hearing that, and I was just like, yeah, and then definitely. it's now it's part of a bigger EP. Yeah, that international artist thing, and I want to talk about it probably like a little bit later. But there's that. There's Praise the Lords with ASAP Rocky and Skepta. I think that's like literally probably one of the best songs on that album. I played that during my set. It's one's grad. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. Praise the Lord. I don't know if you were there. You might have missed it. No, I might have. I think I heard it. All right. I can't recall. I was. <laughs> I was fucking. These th- these Thursdays are really catching up with me. I- yeah, it's it's not a good feeling at all. Like my like I get up and I feel fucking old now. Yeah. I feel old too. I got to get up. I, when I get up, like literally get I wake up, up on I make f- noises. Yeah, I yeah, so I, <clears throat> oh, oh. Uh, I was like, "Ah, oh, I might have to stop smoking, but I'd I'd be lying to myself if I said that." Um <laughs> And, like, my third and last song would probably be that. It's fucked up because I don't really fuck with no jumper, so I illegally downloaded this song like many of people. But um, it's that Tay-K and Blockboy JB hard. It's just, like, the beat goes, this shit knocks. Yeah, and those are, like, the three songs right there. Facts. Facts. Um, We we have a bunch of new music that we forgot or mm -hmm. at least have not talked about. We We had no choice. We were on vacation. Yeah. You don't send office paperwork in on your fucking... Honeymoon in Some Hawaii, nigga. Do. I, I don't. Oh, understand go! F- it. They they're fucking bugging. I don't understand. Nah, it. man. If I'm not getting paid for it, like if I'm salary, like mm-hmm. if I'm salary, it's kind of like I don't really clock in, clock out, like that kind of thing. Like my boss, he doesn't really take lunches because it's lunches. like he gets just he doesn't really take like his. I don't get paid for lunch, so I'm taking it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't get paid for lunch. I mean, he gets paid regardless just for being there. Right, one hundred percent. Yeah, clock in, clock out. He just gets one big fat check at the end of the week. New albums that have released it over the past couple of weeks. We're gonna run through these. So yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah. give a short little synopsis. We're gonna give like mm-hmm. what they write in the like the Apple Music description. Oh, the Apple Music descriptions be mad wrong sometimes. It's like Harlem boy finds love. Yeah, and then it's like Mobama over by Shaq voyeur- West. Over voyeuristic beats. It's gonna, and then it's like Mobama by Shaq West. <laughs> I got a whole <laughs> a hoodlum story, by you know by Ja Rule. <laughs> okay, um, it is four twenty four. Still no Tiana Taylor album out. Like mm-hmm. ew. I don't know. We're just on Tiana Taylor watch. Tiana Taylor watch twenty eighteen. The, the album's called Keep That Same Energy. To 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 is that really what it's called? Yeah, it is. Um, oh no. <laughs> Because I don't know if she, now I don't like with that kind of title, I feel like it's not like it's not an R&B album. It's right. more like a different kind. Like she's probably going to rap, do pop stuff. It's a, it's wild. Maybe. There's a there's a there's a sort it's of like sexy video. There is like hip hop. There's R&B. There's like someone said like an Azalea Banks esque type of record. Oh, you mean house? Yeah, because that, that's really what niggas say. But like no, rapping over house beats. No, yeah. but it's just like the, the reason I know about it is because people are like, oh, Azalea Banks is going to be tight when she hears this shit but she probably will of um, course she is she's gonna shade her and it's just good it, Tiana Taylor is not the person to fuck with you know what it is cause I feel like everyone's lax or everyone's passive aggressive I feel like Tiana Taylor would be like fuck that raggedy bitch yeah she and she'd do that shit and she'd click her nails at the same time like fuck that raggedy bitch <laughs> she'll beat the shit play with don't play with me, bitch. Play with your pussy. That's the, that's the kind of girl I think she is. That's the kind of girl I think Tiana Taylor is. We got albums to run through. Let's run through these albums real quick. We have an album that dropped. Was, you know, it, it dropped the same week as, uh-huh. as Pusha T. It was, we thought it was going to receive much more fanfare than it is, but it didn't. But ASAP Rocky's tested. Mm-hmm. Uh, ASAP Rocky continues to test the waters with music, obviously. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like super, like, hyper-experimental in terms of sounds and how everything is laid out. Also, it's like... It's a lot of something, but also a lot of nothing. 
because yeah, it's like, like a lot of absence of things. It's yeah, very minimal sometimes. It's like rap with a purpose or a thought or things. I think he's just to like please like the V Lone crowd and like all these other type of things. I mean, mm-hmm. he has hard, there's hard songs on it. One of your favorite songs, you know, when Praise you... the Lord and um, OG Beeper with like nothing but a bunch of fucking Blockboy JB ad libs. Yeah. So he, he so he I ha- can't wait till the remix drops. Right there, there they... are songs on it, but at the same time, it's just ASAP Rocky really contributed nothing to to music culture. Yeah. It's just he did things that are different. It's not necessarily things that are like moving us forward. Right. So you know, it is what it is. Um, we had Tanache Joyride. Have you listened to? Yes, that? I actually have. Tanache Joyride. Um, it took a long time for her to get here. I like the song. It's fucked up because I like the songs that I've already come out and I already knew about. Yeah. So it's like once the album dropped, I was listening to the songs I hadn't already heard, and, and it's like, like I wasn't I wasn't as impressed. Yeah. It's um. I like Ooh La La. Oh no, Ooh La La came out already. Like it had call, it like before the album dropped. Ooh La La was already out. Remember? Really? Yeah, yeah. I think it was a leak. Um, I like Ooh La La. I like No Contest. I think that's pretty much it. Um, oh. the album. It was fair, but it wasn't really, you know, nothing to stop the world at. The world literally kept turning as if the album never came out. Yeah. Um, we had Lil Baby, Harder Than Ever. Oh, man. First he was, first he was, what was the first album? It was, like, hard, and then the second album was, like, too hard, and now, like, this one is, like, harder than ever. The next one is going to be, like, for harder what, nigga? Hard for what, nigga? <laughs> the, fourth, the fourth album's going to be mad hard. <laughs> The hardest up. shit you ever heard, right. nigga. The hardest shit. The album. Coming in <laughs> Sponsored <story>. by Viagra. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But literally, literally it's a... Sponsored know. by Horny Goat Weed. Listen, you keep it. I like Bodega Dick Pills. I like Lil Baby. I like Lil Baby's energy. I like... Yeah, I like his rap style. It's like, it's like a very laid back... For someone who literally probably started rapping like two years ago... Um, and I think... He's got a good understanding of how to construct a song. Right. Like that's how, that's how I feel about it. It's like there are people that I, I know aren't like, like. But there's also people around him who know how to construct a song. Oh, like, he's true. On, he's on quality control. So oh it's yeah, like he's on QC. Niggas, so it's like yeah, QC, I feel like QC is built like sort of a stack thing Coach for themselves. Uh, you know, it's like was it was it Coach K or Coach? Oh, I fucked up. Nonetheless, um, the coach, <laughs> the coach. Nonetheless, the gooch. We got um, we got some joints on here like Southside. I like um, Yes Indeed with Drake. Oh, absolutely. Became a top five singer. Wham, wham. Wham, wham, wham. Bitch, I'm a little baby. Um, we had Life Goes On, Gunna and Lil Uzi Verd right now, Young Thug. It's a, if, you, if you close your eyes and you listen to all three of them, they almost blend into one. Right, 100%. Gunna, Thug. That's like this father, the ghost, and the Holy Spirit. Listen, Coach K like knows niggas, what he's doing. Niggas that dress like control. bad bitches. Coach, Coach K knows what he's doing with this quality control group. Um... We have boom boom boom. Let's go post Malone beer bongs and belly flips or whatever the fuck it was called Bentleys. Oh, Bentleys, right. I think it was. It should have been belly flips. Yeah, his mustache is fucking weird. Did like, you see I... him in the Undertaker? Oh, he hung out with Mark Calloway. <laughs> no, the Undertaker. Yeah, Mark Calloway. He N- eventually. Nigga, that's not. It's not. He he's not him the under- to a concert, First of all, and then had Undertaker choke slam him. Cause that's some like white boy like shit. A little harder, Daddy. That's what he said as he picked him up. Like, <laughs> a little harder, Daddy. And Undertaker just dropped him. He's like, what? Excuse me? No. It, you know what was weird? It's that Undertaker came out when they were performing Rockstar. So he came out with 21 Savage as well. 
and they're all like smashing guitars because rock stars and you know whatever smash fucking guitars and then he like hugs 21 savage and then he hugs post malone i'm like this is not undertakery <laughs> this is weird but you know what i'm I'm fine with it i'm i, I wanted you know biker undertaker back anyway so if you got i i missed that i missed that. i missed that shit so much i missed that and you, you like the internet niggas would be so mad because they're like oh he was so sloppy as fucking biker undertaker he was didn't fucking overweight and yeah. he did t- I was like but that's the realest shit you ever got from him like he's shit. not sitting there faking this voice and telling you you're gonna die right realest <coughs> shit you ever heard chilling in my he's saying back. he's saying I'm out here in these streets I'm gonna whoop your fucking ass um beer bongs and Bentley's really good album to me yeah it's a smooth listen it's, a, it's, it's good it's got Psycho Psycho's one of the smoothest songs I've ever heard in like the past like three years yeah um, I feel like Post Malone's really just that Yodel Kid's ultimate form it's got Better Now it's got that song with Nicki Minaj I also like um, it's got it's got joints on it listen it's got Beer Bongs and Bentley's I can't be mad at Post Malone he did it again like it's fucking amazing word I give Beer Bongs and Booty Holes two, <laughs> <laughs> okay two out of one hundred um, uh, no I'm kidding it's just a decent album we've got Black Boy JB Simi Simi eh eh He's a one dance, one song, one trip. One style. One style. Yeah, one style. One he's sentence. like very, he's very, uh, his energy is great. Like Fantastic. I loved, I loved seeing videos of him performing and like doing his thing. Yes. And his songs are good. It's just like him and Tay Keith, it's like, it's like, um, it's like one dimensional. You you know what you're getting. It's pretty much the same style of song. Listen, I went to my niece's spring recital. Oh, they were doing the shoot dance? Every fucking dance thing uh-huh. was the shoot dance like it was the shoot dance like it's replaced the whip and the nay nay it's like literally the shoot dance oh no now. but it hasn't replaced that that stupid para para like thing oh no 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 the they were doing that too arms out and they were shit. doing that too that's the only one I can do I, the shoot dance is like I'm, I'm a really? fucking tear an ACL doing that oh um, oh no I guess you're worried about falling yeah I mean I can do it I but feel I like just, you could do it I could OD do it but I just don't like I don't like it. It's just, Jamil dances, but he says he doesn't much. dance. Um, it's wild. Ray Shremmer, Shrem, three. Shrem the triple three. disc. Um, Damn, we didn't review that either? No. Fuck! The triple disc. The the triple powerbomb from Ray Shremmer. Um We had the Sway MVP Lee's album. and the nigga with the bag. Sway Lee's album was a lot of like... It's like air. Like sing songy, airy, like it was like perfume. It's, it's like super. You in, know what? You know what it is? It's super influenced by like Afro beats and like dancehall and like world music. The uh, Swaley. It's like very open. It's like almost. It's like a faux world R and B album. What was this album called? It was definitely a Swaycation. Name. Swaycation. Swaycation was like when you buy like that shit hold no weight though. When you hold like those oil essential, like when you buy oil diffuser mm-hmm. and you just randomly change out the smells, mm-hmm. that's like you know. Swaycation. It was just like, all right, we're, we're like lemony now. So like now we're doing like this like, or now we're Afro beats. Now we're hip hop. Now we're doing like unforgettable. There were two. there were no hard hitting songs on that. No. It was really meant like I feel but like that's the aesthetic they wanted from him. They wanted for him to be like appeal to the mainstream masses. So it's like he's not doing like hard shit like he was doing on the first single, which was fucking no flex zone or some shit like mm-hmm. that. Like he's using his very distinct voice. Um, it popped off on Unforgettable. Mm-hmm. Um, he's done it on a few more songs, and they just really wanted to capture that sort of feel for it. Absolutely. But I think just in general, like, in terms of what you get from the songs, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. 
Like, it's just air. He's the oil diffuser of music. Like, the shit is just like. Whereas, like, Slim Jimmy shit was like, yeah, nigga, we here. We here. Hard 808s in your fucking face. But even some of that was just like, huh. Yeah. Yeah. But some songs were good. Some songs were good. I like Change Up. Change, Chanel. I like Cap, um, featuring Trouble. Mm -hmm. Um, I like, did I like Juggling Biddies? I don't even remember that song. Juggling Biddies. I don't even remember that song. He has catchy. a song right before Juggling Biddies, by the way. A song called Keep God First. Because, you got, you know. He out here. He out here. Um, Brinks Truck, Players Club. I, I, j- just a lot of these <laughs> songs I don't remember. Um, really? The the, sh- the actual, like, Ray Shrimmer part of the album. Not bad. Not bad. Power C-L-O-S-E, Powerglide, Perplexing Pegasus. Per- perplexing Pegasus. Buckets. Mm. I like Buckets. buckets. I play Buckets through my set, too. Um... So, you know, it was triple disc nothing. Uh, triple disc nothing. It's just to rack up the points, really. Yeah. And I mean, we we know how the triple... We know... No, no. I'm sure I'm sure one song propelled it forward. They no? no? Didn't hit, carry? Bro. No, they ain't had no hit. Nothing carried anything? Nothing. There was no hit. You know what? You're right. Because usually whatever's hot... Like, in my neighborhood, it's mostly, like, Dominican dudes in, like, these, like, big body cars with, like, these booming systems. Yeah. I hear at least, like three or four trap songs that are popping. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I knew when um, when Future's mixtapes were popping off. Right. Because there was one song off the mixtape that would get bumped in cars crazy. But these are, like, these are, like, clearly, like, radio widespread friendly trap. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, trap trap. It's not, like... The feds did a sweep. Yeah, or, like, it's not like Lil Baby or Gunna or something along those lines. Like, it's not the Hood Rich Pablo Juan or something. It's not like those traps where you're just like, oh, the hood aesthetic is what I gravitate towards. There's no hood aesthetic with this. This is just is like. Is he our new OJ the Juice Man, Hood Rich Juan Pablo? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, um, makes sense. So, you know what? It's a whole bunch of nothing on here. I appreciate the effort, but, I, you know, it came, went, and I was, you know, mad for sacrificing 21 slots on my iTunes for it. Um,. <laughs> Have you heard of the group called City Girls? Oh yes, of course. I've actually listened to their album. Period. How how how? how period. Was it? <laughs> how was it? Like I was like, that's a funny ass. You didn't listen to it? No, because really? our friend Ampavelli, shout out to the Random Axa podcast. He is doing a. I guess he is. He has a crusade against the City Girls because he does not want men to be scammed and 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 and. Men will always be scammed because <laughs> men are idiots and they want to, f- like, they'll do anything. Like, a lot of niggas will do anything for pussy and that's, like, their problem. These they have to clearly, deal with it. These are clearly two chicks who will rob you when you're sleeping. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine because it's not that's my not problem. Fine with me. No, I, that's not fine I don't with me. I don't deal with And them. it is 100% my problem. You, you've been robbed in your sleep by women? No, but I'm just saying, like, these are two girls. Nigga, you got a girlfriend. Shut up. No, but... You're, not, you're not having these... I'm not, you're not having these problems. You're not but having these problems. Who says I, want, I don't want these problems to happen to everybody. You know? Nah, sometimes it's gotta happen. I don't want city girls to just become a wave and oh, then... Oh, oh, but niggas, like, niggas get robbed all the time. You stopping robberies? No. Okay. You want to crochet against crime? But city girls, man... You know these what? bitches not evil, and they're probably giving these niggas some pussy for a little bit of money. Let's be real. Or maybe they're not. Maybe they just give them a little toppy. Yeah. It's fine. It's whatever. Hey, listen, all right. They're going to be all right. They're on quality control music. <laughs> they are, yes. So, you know, shout out to Coach K for cultivating uh, the, the, the... Let's see. What songs did I like off of this? Uh, Fuck On You. Fuck On a You. A reprise of Biggie's <laughs> Crush On You. These girls are scammers. Yeah, they definitely are. Because <laughs> it's like they got a so called where the bag at. I'll take your man. Um, sweet tooth. Yeah. Not your main. 
Um, millionaire dick. <laughs> Ain't no such thing. Because um, it's usually like probably like a limp noodle. How to pimp a nigga. No time. Parentheses. Broke nigga. Like, mm-hmm. come on. Girls are scammers. Shout out to Yeah, them. nigga. You know, what scam, you know what? We're in the equal opportunity world. Scam if you want to. Scam if you want to, scam girl. If you, if, you, if you got it, get it. You know? Get the bag. Get the bag, you know? Get the bag, but also divide it amongst your people. Right. 100%. Absolutely. Make sure. So at Keep least. Your bundle's fresh. Absolutely. Look at this hair. Listen, the Blade. hair is luxurious. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. You know, I just don't trust the city girls. I'm just. Of course, you you cannot. I go to I go to city. They're literally they're crime time with titties. I go city girl concert. I'm clutching my like (laughs) your fucking fanny pack. (laughs) I'm coming. Niggas clutching their fanny packs. I'm just like no. Tightening up their Supreme shoes and shit. (laughs) They don't know when they're gonna turn around, get knocked out by like some girl that weighs like like two pounds because she drinks mad tummy flat tea. Oh my god, that's so hilarious. Getting knocked out by a girl in a waist trainer. That's just the city girls. Maybe we gotta do a city girls episode. A city girls episode? Maybe. Who knows? We, we, this is season four. We do anything we want. Um, Playboy Cardi, dial it. Yo, that shit was too long for itself. That shit was long. Yo, you're gonna die but not lit. <laughs> like, that shit, shit was long. long. It had slappers but like not enough slappers for how long it was. And then it's like slappers that would have been better like that track with Nicki Minaj. Um, poke it out. Poke it out. It would have been better if you shorten it. Yeah. O- like O-D. literally the chorus is too long because it's too repetitive. Yeah. And it's and it's so and you literally wait for near the end of it for Nicki verse. I mean Nicki's classic for doing that. Nicki wants you to wait for her verse. But at the same time, it's like Nikki also contributes nothing. You may have gotten the worst Nikki verse of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, but you got a Nicki Minaj verse, and you're on Saturday Night Live. So I guess it all evens out in a way. Oh, Nonetheless, absolutely. Nonetheless, just this Playboy Cardi album, dial it. Um, it's just, I, th- you know, it sounded better the first time I listened to it, and then kind of got progressively worse as I continued. As to you continue to, to listen to it, it can only get worse. And I was just like, man. And then I had to really think about Playboy Cardi. I was like, yo, Playboy Cardi's kind of, like... Lazy? He's lazy, and I just think, like, yo, what is like, what is he into? What is he... Like, my man just dresses up and, like, makes, like, swag fingers and shit. <laughs> like, my man just does that. Like, dresses up and makes swag fingers. Like, I don't know what he does. Like, clout fingers, whatever. Clout fingers? What the fuck is that? <laughs> Nigga, you cl- casting clout spells. <laughs> Plus like I don't know what armor. he does. Like I don't know what Playboy Cardi like contributes to like besides Magnolia, which was amazing. No, Magnolia was all right. Magnolia was in right. retrospect, it, Magnolia it, is yeah, all right. We popped big for it because he said we're New Yorkers. Yes, yeah, exactly. Said, but when Rock- I look at it, the scope of the world, they're gonna be like, okay, this song all right, but this nigga not even from New York, bro. Yeah. So you know what it is. Like, we. How do you? What, if, do you have any favorite songs from it? From what the dial it dial it? Let me pull that shit up. Yeah, let's pull it up. Um, let's see, dial it. I like the cover. I remember the cover. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, him doing the fucking moon salt and yeah. in the... like fucking. You know what? I don't believe. It. Oh, no time with Gunna. No time. Um, Lean for real. Skepta again. Skepta, yeah, Skepta is redeeming himself from like he. He really said, you know what. Uh, I really, I really. Let fu- me try, you know. You know, I really <laughs> fucked the dog on this one. Um, so, so to speak. And that's my fake British accent, and it's really bad. Um, J Cole dropped a KOD, so he also dropped a KOD. Let's call home. Um, shoot a little Uzi Vert. I, I think he just can't lose a little Uzi Vert mm-hmm. just right now. Like little Uzi Vert is like kind of like really doing it. Absolutely, and 
you know, he's beating up his haters, apparently. Listen, the Richie Kid the moment. Richie Kid got run it. off. Let's talk about it. Done off. Like, my man wanted smoke, and he was like, I'm here at your front door. What's popping? What's good, nigga? What's good? I, I only been out here for three days and shit. Hold my purse. Like, <laughs> nah, 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 it's a satchel, baby. It's a um. satchel. Nigga, respect his Gucci satchel. And then, and then, what did he do at the club after? He got beat up. No, fucking Lil Uzi Vert goes to the club and, and they're playing to, <laughs> dances to Richard's song. He's like, this is a bop anyway. Like, I know I hate him, but this is a bop. Ooh, girl, this is my shit. This is my shit. Hold up, hold my satchel. Hold on. <laughs> Let me stand up a little bit. Um, dial it, man. You know, it was just a moment in time, and the moment's over. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, like, the legacy of Playboy Cardi. Like, it's moments, literally, when he shows up and moments are over eventually. Um, we had the beautiful Georgia Smith, Lost and Found. Oh, she dropped music or she, she was Lost and Found? No, she was. That bit, it's, she man. dropped music. Okay. It's a very October album You for June. You handle that. It's, <laughs> a, it's a February album for June. You handle that. I heard I heard Georgia Smith's music and I was like, hmm. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. She has songs that I like, but I don't know if I like this album at this time of the year because it's June. The sun's out way more. It's hotter. I played like three Jorah Smith songs, and I was just like, your appeal is that you are genu- genuinely like attractive. That's yeah. That's really that's really. But a she big, hasn't gone the and way. You're also, like twenty one. She hasn't gone the way of the other failed attractive singers. Who've just been like, I'm cashing out on me being attractive. Now she's like, no, nah, I'm really trying to yeah, stick to this like, music she's, shit. She's real. Yeah, I'm like just that. like, no, nah, I make music, I, I make songs. I'm on the Black Panther soundtrack. It's all amazing. Like, I love it. Like, I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah, I've got a man, but you know. Oh, you, know, you have a man, do you? Tim Westwood would like to. <laughs> Tim Westwood is a fucking yeah. freak. I can't wait. Like, when is he gonna get run out of town? Because I, I know, I know it's coming soon. He because... was in Wyoming with us. Remember. We were in Wyoming? Yes, we were in Wyoming. Oh, bro, man. These Thursdays are really catching up with me now. <laughs> if I can't remember, because I, like, I probably bug the fuck out once I see like my first pasty-faced Wyoming white person. That's so hilarious. Um, I'd be like, oh, shit, you are white. I know you probably didn't listen to this, but we have Nav, Reckless. Actually, I might have. Let's Ooh, see. Wait a minute. Hold up. Nav? I listened to one song. Everyone knows what it is if you listen to RNC Radio Playlist, but it's called Champion featuring Travis Scott. Um, but yep, I definitely did because I wanted to know if this was good or not. And he, how was it? I mean, was it better than expected? <sighs> it's a little bit better than expected, but it's still very much like my name is Nav and I'm rapping through a fan. <laughs> oh my God! He has features from my Quavo. name is Nav. I am brown and eating ass. He has features from Quavo, <laughs> Travis Scott, and Lil Uzi Vert and Gunna. So you know what? He's on EXO Records. Shout out to the weekend. The weekend came out with that. My name my, is Nav, and I'd be DJ my, Khaled um, if he wasn't fat. I did don't we? Know. Did we cover that? The weekend album. The weekend. Which weekend? My dear melancholy. Yes. Oh, okay. Good album. Because I recall us playing. Call oh, my name. Call oh, my name is beautiful. Yeah, that it's, is, it should be like the new Titanic record. No, you know, yeah, but it's just like it should be like Adele, but for niggas. Yeah. Listen, privilege. Oh, my God. Privilege? That's very good. Privilege? That shit, you feel that shit. Listen, I can't listen to that shit because you feel that shit. Listen, I talk about privilege and I can't talk about it without saying pri- privilege, nigga? Woo! Shit, nigga. Abel gave us that. Oh, my God. That, that was, was for ordained us. by God. That was for us. That was for us. Privilege. Listen, mm. I felt that. I felt that. Selena Gomez, you wildin'. Mm, you messy bitch. Um, Breaking hearts. We have I an see. album that people are like really championing right now. It's um, Redemption by J-Rock. 
Oh, Redemption is a good album, yes, but it's like... It's also... I feel like it's also J-Rock. Yeah, so it's like it doesn't fit... Like, it's so... It would uh, be so great if it, like, wasn't J-Rock. No, it would be great no, if... Don't get me wrong. Let me, let, me, let me restate that because that's fucked up for J-Rock. Yeah, yeah, because he does good work. It's just like... He does good work, but... fit the mold is what I'm saying. I don't really... That's I don't a, know. There's somebody's voice. I'm not really, like... I don't really want to listen to J-Rock like crazy. Like, I don't know if I want to listen to him like crazy talk about stuff. Like there's so- you know who he be sounding like to me? He be sounding like um, Freeway to me sometimes. Like the way he delivers things. Mm. And I think that's one of the reasons why. Because Freeway sounds like he's trying to convince you that he's rapping. <laughs> I feel like this is to cater to... The hippity hop niggas. The hippity hop niggas of TDE. And you're like, oh, that new J-Rock album. Like, I'm... This is like, oh, word, be doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Kendrick Lamar is like, okay, Kendrick Lamar is like for the people. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar is like the people. And Schoolboy Q is like upper echelon of rap. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like. It's very interesting, Schoolboy yeah. Q. Like, I just, I, I love to sit and pick like his brain on how he like writes songs and what his process is because his style is and very. And he'd probably roast you and say, shut up, nigga. Shut up, you gangly ass nigga. Yeah, something along those lines. I, miss I can Schoolboy see your Q. ribs, nigga. I miss Schoolboy Q on social on, media. Yo, on Vine? He was on the Instagram, fucking Snapchat. Even though Snapchat's dead, I don't know mm-hmm. why I still have it, but it is what it is. Um, just amazing. Um, a lot of people are championing this J Rock album. I haven't fully given it a chance. I've listened to it once, and then I just realized I was just like, "Yo, I don't really want to listen to J Rock right now." I'll be honest with you. I think it came out. <laughs> um, I think it came out the same week. I'm gonna keep it real with you. Yeah, I'm just. I'm just keeping it completely 100 with you. I didn't really want to listen to J Rock. Keep it real with you, Chief. Um. <laughs> So I I I, I skimmed I skimmed through it and I was just like, yeah, this is kind of like a J Rock album. Like, why am I even bothering? But a lot of people are saying it's really good, so I'll give it another chance. But it's also the J Rock fandom. Like people have. But it's like him. I th- I feel like it's a false fandom though. You feel like these people it's don't like, really support J Rock. You it's, like what J Rock represents, but like within the scope of TV. Are you buying a J Rock? Are you going to J Rock concert? If this was a physical CD, are you buying the J-Rock album? I don't think he's that caliber of star. Nah. But, to be like that. But I'm saying, like, you know, you go to there J-Rock are people concert. that are still... Like, the nigga's, like, he not he not a top-tier, like, he not he's not a world heavyweight champion. He's, no. like, an intercontinental champion. That. Nah, he's not even inter... He's, like, Euro. <laughs> European champion. I would cheat right up there with, like, Three-time European champion. champion. Oh. <laughs> J-Rock. Oh. Um, my God, but you know, someone. Yeah, but I feel like the album's good. Someone who is the intercontinental champion of New York City right now. Who? A Boogie. Oh. International artist. International artist. Basically, this is his version of uh, More Life. Yeah. This is really his version. And it's very interesting because he reached around. He said, Yo, I see what Drake did. And, like, I think I could do that as a nigga from the Bronx. I feel like he did. I, I feel like he almost had a Drake. He There was a Drake feature in the works with A Boogie, like, a number of years ago. Yeah. Apparently, like,. I remember once it was like, oh, Drake is either going to hop on this record or that record. It was like either my shit or like some other shit from two. Or it was My Way by Fetty Wap. It was mm-hmm. either my shit or my way, and he chose my way, and then he like immediately like annulled it. Like he was just like, don't put me on the album, nigga. You ain't pay me. Or something along the lines. And he didn't show up in the video or nothing along those lines. But A Boogie has been, to me, to me, I would love him to continue to be the world champion of New York City, the king of New York. Currently, I will have to say this, but I don't want to say it. But I know it's six nine because six nine is making the heat right now. Even though six nine is, like, I, I don't know. I feel like his music is redundant. Six nine, oh, yeah, it is. But like, fucking kids love it. It's so yeah. wild. Kids love it. Um, it's crazy. 
Um, but A Boogie International Artist, I haven't given it a chance. What do you think about it? Um, no, nah, this is really good, man. This way, this way too flies single just alone is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Best Friends is not that great. Nonchalant is pretty fucking smooth. Mm-hmm. And then we go down here to like pretending with Jesse Reyes, really good. Best Friends with Tory Lanez, honestly, this song was not that good. Yeah. But Pull Up with Nav was kind of cool. And then like Deja Vu and Check and shit, those those are really good songs. It's just like he's going all over the all over the soundscape mm-hmm. and, and pulling these sort of different styles and sounds out. And like, I don't know, he's doing something different. And I feel like it's going to keep him in good rotation this summer. Listen, I hope I feel so. Like, I feel like that's the move for him. In the city, though, or... In internationally the, that's what i think that's what his that's his what he goal wants is. to be he wants to be international he wants to wear the white pants like pitbull he wants to be that guy mr worldwide mr worldwide a mr Bo- international artist worldwide he's like listen a boogie uh, my name is alfred like <laughs> his name is artist yeah i know that's wild right it is um like you got no choice when your mother names you some shit like that could you imagine being named like artist and working at like i don't even know where else would he work fucking michaels listen in about like 10 years when we look at like when we're both like teachers at some like you know struggling high school, and we look at the attendance sheet, and we're gonna see all types of fucking names. Oh man! So listen, the the guy who killed X X Tension, Dredrick. I was just like, that sounds like a guy who's guilty. <laughs> Dredrick? Dred? Yeah, like Dredrick or like Dredrick. Is he's like? Is he Jamaican? I don't know. I don't know. He's from Florida. I know. I know. I know. X X. What? Uh, X but was we like, don't, we'll get to that. Yeah, we got two more albums to go. We got Jacquees forty forty two seventy five. Oh man, you're gonna! I have to play that later because I haven't even fucking heard it. I haven't heard it, but I have heard it because I feel like you know what Jacquees is gonna do on the records. You know this nigga's gonna oversing. You said it yourself. It sounded like it's somebody. He, he's like getting squeezed. Oh yeah, did I say that earlier? On the, either I said it earlier on the podcast or before no, we started recording. You said it. Oh, word. <laughs> you know I don't remember the shit I say on the shit. So it's Listen. like when people tell me I said something funny, I'd be like, "What? I said that? That's crazy." He sounds like he's getting squeezed, but nonetheless, listen, he's got great songs. Yeah, so like he inside, sounds like a human accordion. Yeah, he, inside by Trey Song featuring Trey Songs, Studio hey. featuring Young Thug. Oh, um, all my life featuring Chris Brown. So that's already three, three two and a half probably stars. Yeah, it's three star features, I guess. That's what you'd call it. Excuse me. He's got Jagged Edge on here. What? Yeah, Jagged what? Edge, last track. Like all of them? I don't know about all of them. I I don't know what Wingo sounds like. Um, <laughs> I don't know what Wingo sounds like. <laughs> me uh, neither. But it's just like <laughs> I mean, like, is it really the whole group, or is it, it like two be. niggas it from Jagged be. Edge? It might be. The two singing niggas from Jagged Edge? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just think with Jacquees, it's just like, you know what you're going to get. If you're a lusty, thotty, you know, nigga, you love Jacquees. Like, Actually, yes, that's very true. Yeah, if you, you hit the nail on the head with his fan base. Yeah, if you, you love Jacquees. He is here. If you a bearded Hennessy nigga. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Jacquees. Oh, my God. Listen, I bet he, bet, I bet he wishes he wrote Buddha. And Boot Up became popping when we were gone, by the way. Oh, yeah. Boot Up exploded. Boot Up I... exploded. It, like, waited till we were gone. We were championing Boot Up forever, right? Yeah. I, I guess so. <laughs> like, on the internet. Yeah, totally. Um, but, yeah, shout out to shout out to LMA. Platinum. It's now Platinum. Hey, that's how you say her name? LMA. LMA? LMA. Not like LMA. I know you're thinking LMAO. I thought her name was L. It's LMA. You thought it was Ayame? Huh? Yeah, uh, Aya, <laughs> Aya Mai or Mai. 
No, it's Ella. That's, oh, wow. That's yeah, fucking... it's Ella May. Shit, man. I don't know her real name. Let me look it up. Let me see if it is. Her new real name is Phil. <laughs> It'll end up being like Gabriella. Um, Gabriella. No, it's actually Ella May. No, shout out to her. What's her, like, middle name? It doesn't say. It doesn't? No. Wikipedia don't have that type of... Oh, she's born November 3rd. 1994. That's around you, nigga. Look at you. Y'all both in the same sort of sign. Maybe? Yeah, yeah, we're in the same sign. Right. But it's just like, I'm trying to figure out... Oh, she signed to 10 Summers? She signed originally? to... Yeah, she signed to DJ Mustard. DJ Mustard was out there. They have a they have a thing on Instagram of both of them... Um. Holding up their plaque. DJ Musty. DJ Musty. <laughs> DJ Musty. Listen, he's back. He's like Musty on the beat, ho. He's like, listen, three out of five summers ain't bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's DJ Mustard right now. Three out of five summers ain't bad. <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like he's branching out and doing different things, but he's just not doing anything consistently. Right. Like, not everything's consistently sticking if he is doing this. Um, we have a Superfly soundtrack. Um... Which is cool. There's there's some good takeaways from it. Yes. It's not. I I I thought it was going to be a train wreck of a soundtrack, and I felt like I I just expected it to be like the album looked like. I mean, the movie looked like it sucked. Yeah, the movie looked bad, nigga. Yeah. You got this nigga with a hot comb in his head, <laughs> and his perm makes him look like a like I don't even know. He looked like a a nail that got like he looks like when you're when the window closes on your finger. That's what he looks <laughs> what like with that fuck fucking is, hair. That should look bad. That? Okay. That is a that great... That hair looks fucking terrible. That's a great explanation. That is a great explanation. I'm so glad. Nigga look like Chewbacca with a perm. Um, who's the star of this film again? Uh, My left nut, nigga. <laughs> Trevor Jackson. That fucking wig. Trevor Jackson. Is there anyone that we know in this movie? He like, looks like his son is his king. You know Trevor. what I mean with that hair? Like, it's like, it's crazy. Rick Ross is in the movie. Yeah, he's giving out big Bufords and shit. Big boy from Outcast is the mayor. He walks out to Shutterbug and shit. Lecrae in the movie. Lecrae's in the movie. Lecrae's in the movie. I can't imagine what he's doing in this movie. And Zaytoven is also in this movie. Oh man, he's probably the like the preacher or some shit. Oh my god. Um, listen, they've got it's a bunch. It's like a future album, but like it's not technically a future album, but it's a future album. Yeah, he's executive producer, no. Um, he which is which is a cool credit to have. He's all over it. Amazing when brands want you. I mean, who produced this film? Was it? Uh, let's see. Let's look at the DJ Esco, Sony the coolest Pictures. director. <laughs> Columbia Pictures, Sony Pictures, you know, distributed. So it's a good look for future. Yeah, People it's an excellent to, look for future. Um, Time My Shoes featuring Young Thug. I like Stains. I like Ran by Miguel. I like um, Bag featuring Young Bands. I like um, No Shame, Party Next Door, and Future. I like. Um, and then did you know that they Drive dro- Itself? Did you know that they dropped a second disc last week fuck them a whole fucking second disc fuck them of more why would you do that like just a whole i feel like people got to relax with content and like especially a nigga like future second disc got rich the kid french montana g herbo um apparently little john featuring bangladesh and freeway and sci hider prince what the fuck what yeah that's a 2009 song that never came out I feel like that was someone looking at like the feature wheel and just spinning it. <laughs> Stop on it. Side of Prince. Side of Prince. Ah, Side of Prince. All right, come on. <laughs> come on. Oh, disc number three? What the fuck? There's disc a third number... disc now. Third. Featuring. There's a song with Future Little Baby and Quavo. Let me listen to that. Um, yeah, that sounds listenable. Interlude number one Camila Cabello. Ooh. Okay. Were they waiting on these other things? Like, are they, they were waiting on these other things to come in before they were dropping this. I think they're trying to keep either the extent of this 
I don't know. I feel like I feel like this is an evil plan by Future. So listen, Future is listen. Evil nigga. Evil nigga. Evil nigga number one. Um, and that's all the albums that we missed this week. <laughs> now we actually have like a whole bunch of shit more to go. Um, maybe we'll split this into two. Maybe we'll keep it as one long. No, let's keep it as one long one. Yeah, um, we'll keep it as one long one because it's like either, either way, you got like two whole weeks. <laughs> to listen, yeah, listen to, to us listen talk to, about like you could listen to the start of this on your first part of your commute, then the second part of your commute, or just all day in the office, baby. All right, so this is part two. Um, XXX Tentacion is dead. Yeah. Um, so it's wild. It's like, hold on. I got to get, I, I got to get situated for this one. Sure. Hold on. I got to really get situated for this. All right. Cause this is one of those things where I'm going to talk about it and it's going to make my mouth fucking dry. Sure. All right. <clears throat> Don't smoke weed before you do a podcast kids. Cause you have to talk a lot. Don't smoke weed all, before podcasting. That's right. Nah, do that shit. Do that shit because it makes you all <laughs> loose and shit. Uh, we're not gonna tell you what I'm sipping, but <laughs> it's refreshing. Oh my god! Listen, <clears throat> all right. You know what? Never mind. <laughs> what? Um, no, I was you want a product mom. replacement? <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna say it. They don't pay us. Um, they could pay us. Um, XXS Tentacion is dead. Earlier this week, I believe it was Monday. Um, he was. Found in a car, dead. Yeah, and uh, was he all, was shot. He was shot. shot. Was it through the head or through the chest? I, I can't. don't remember. But it was, the fact it was on social media first, before any news outlets cover it, mm-hmm. before anything happened, it was on Twitter first, where someone was literally like, "Hey, I found XXX Tentacion dead in his car. There's no pulse." Um, so it was literally a video circulating on social media of his death, which to me is kind of crazy. But I I also felt like yes we've gone way too far deep down in this like social media thing because yeah. it's like we're so removed that it's like even death itself has become like a spectacle yeah so, it's not even like it's not even like that's private and it's like to me I just thought and, and the crazy thing is I'll say it I saw both videos mm-hmm. I didn't really feel anything it was kind of weird I'm so like desensitized from it and then also it's like the nature of X himself mm-hmm. and just oh, absolutely. everything that sort of like came from it and and what he's done and what he's been known for. We've literally known him for, mm-hmm. I want to say, maybe 18 months. Just like yeah, popular. We've literally known him for 18 months. So his career has lasted 18 months. He hasn't even had a thriving career mm-hmm. in sort of music artist. I mean, yes, he's, he's got a number one album. He has singles that has gone platinum. He's done it all within the span of 18 months. He's been arrested He's been pretty much the story of his career and the the entire thing. Literally, his entire career has been... Abuse, uh, homophobia, uh, violence against women. Listen. It's like, it's like a laundry list of all the terrible, fucked up things that like everyone's trying to get people to move up against. Right. And it's like, it's insane. It's like, and then now that he's dead, so it's like, it's weird. It's like... Some people are like, now that he's dead, he can't hurt people anymore. And it's like, it's sort of like they sort of absolve him. It's just like, okay, you know, now is your time. to Like, clearly you're a troubled person if you're doing all of these things. Right. It's not, either that or you're a straight-up sociopath. It's like we've got, we've got no understanding of who he is psycholo- psychologically, so we can only sort of look at him from the standpoint of you've done a lot of bad things. Right. 
The thing is, he wasn't like he wasn't killed like targeted for like the things. That no, it was done. A, it was a simple robbery. Yeah, it was a robbery where he was literally killed. Yeah, robbery. I think they stole his bag. Yeah, they 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 stole his bag. He was driving in a nice car. He was test driving in a nice car, and that's where they saw him parked in this neighborhood, and they literally shot him and killed him. This is another reason why a lot of rappers, even with money, end up moving, like, way far out of whatever neighborhood they started in or whatever neighborhood they grew up in because now you have money. Yeah. And now you are. You're a target. You have a target on your head. Um, I would say I remember probably the first, like, major celebrity music artist that I knew. And don't get me wrong. I was alive during Biggie and Tupac, but I but was. But it's like, like we we can't comprehend that. Yeah, I can't like, comprehend that. Nigga, you I was think like I was? You, yeah, I was like, I was mad young. You think I was like rocking a fucking hypnotized yeah. nigga or California love? I'll like that? say literally because I grew up in a West Indian household. Most of the music I was playing in my house was calypso, soca, reggae, all that other stuff. I didn't really listen to hip hop until I was like seven, eight years old. But at that time, they were both dead. Yeah. I knew of them. I knew Juicy once I started learning hip hop. I knew Hypnotize. I knew all the. I knew the post. You know, post. Oh yeah, you stuff. have. You kind of have no choice growing up in Brooklyn, like, right? One hundred percent, or just uh, New York in general, because it's like those are like that's the standard. Once Hot Any Sentiment was turned on in the nineties, right. it's like you were going to hear a Bad Boy record. On, on TV, they publicized the Biggie and Death, Biggie and Tupac's death so much. It's like a whole thing. It's like one happened, and then because of that happened, one other happened, and it's just like if we only came. For a resolution, something would have came better. But more, you know, the the death I remember first was Aaliyah's death. That was the one that sort of yeah. stuck in my mind first because I was like, yo. Because she was like, to, uh, like, even if you, I want to say, even if you weren't like, because it was like, it was a big time for music videos at that time. Yeah. Like when we were, we were growing up. It's like, so she was kind of like everywhere. She was everywhere. She was in movies. Mm-hmm. She was in music. She was on music videos. She was, she's she, doing everything, so you couldn't you couldn't escape Aaliyah's stardom. Right. She so, was on 106 and Park five days before she died. Yeah, like and what happened was it kind of came out of nowhere. So it was kind of like, whoa, Aaliyah's dead. Like at the peak of her success, at the peak of her power, she had mm-hmm. movies coming out, she had singles, she was doing great on the charts, everything like that. She was gone. Yeah. So it's kind of like all the memories that you have from it, and just haven't accepted. I remember that was literally the first death that like super hit me, coming from a celebrity or a music artist. And now I think sort of in this generation, X is kind of like that first death to a lot of people. Yeah. I feel like his music reached a lot of kids. Like, he, like his fan base is very young. Right. As someone who was just like the person who didn't have an opportunity to grow and people who didn't have an opportunity to like live a long life or more people it's get to know you. It's crazy because his, to me, his music is so, it's so different because it's like I had, like I last, I listened to like his last album, like I guess after I found that he died, because I died for, I'd put it off for so long or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I finally listened to it and I was like, wow, his music is almost nothing like how he lives really. Yeah. Like literally. Is it, if, if it's lo- like notes from someone's diary. Right. Like, I remember Look At Me as the first one. I was like, oh, I know what type of artist he's going to be. But then literally nothing, nothing else sounds Nothing else like syncs up as Look At Me. Yeah, so it's kind of like, I feel like, but uh, going back, X is really kind of like the first death for this sort of generation. And one thing that sort of stuck with me was we always looked at it as these sort of adults, as these like 20-year-olds, at least the people that I follow on Twitter. I don't mm-hmm. really follow no fucking 13-year-olds. What the um, fuck are 13-year-olds doing on Twitter? Yeah, they I should be know. playing fucking Fortnite. But, <laughs> like, they shouldn't... Why are you on Twitter? But we are like... X is disgusting. X yeah. is a shithead. X is a dirty person who fucking... Who physically abused people, who who has 
br- brag about abusing gay people, especially yeah. in jail, when yeah. you ch- nearly choked to death that gay dude. Mm-hmm. Um, he He's made a lot of terrible decisions, and because his fans have always supported him throughout the way, it mm-hmm. kind of, like, enabled him. Yeah. And it made him stronger. But at the same time, he stayed reclusive because he was like, listen, I'm going through his case. I've been in jail. I've been all these other things. So he was kind of reclusive. But one thing that always stuck with me was that there are a sect of people, and most of them are young, that literally do not care about any of that. Do yeah. not care about the abuse. Do not care about his thoughts. Do not care about his, like, that one attempted suicide mm-hmm. he had, like, a couple while ago that was just, like, a social media ploy. Like, they don't care about any of that. They're just like, yo... This music speaks to me. Yeah. This and is, that's it. Yeah. And they, they don't look for, like, the morals or anything like that. Because it's like, it doesn't... The morals don't matter yeah. to, the, to them because the music speaks to them. And that's, like, the kind of control certain artists have over people. It's, it's what we're going to get into when we talk about Kanye in a bit. But it's like... You know what? It's His entire career was basically written on the basis of your abuser, your physical abuser. It literally helped him with his rise to fame. And it followed him right into his descent and death. And to me, it's hard to think of a legacy outside of that because people are now questioning, like, what is the legacy of X? And what will he pass on? You know, music like that. To me, I didn't know. I mean, people were saying, oh, he was this great guy. You you kind of have to. He Greg didn't have a chance a to change. Yeah, yeah, he didn't have a chance to. Yeah, he he's died. like, yo, he didn't have a chance to change. I'm like, yeah, but you're still defined by like the things that you've done. Mm-hmm. Like you could have chosen not to do any of the things that you did. I don't know how. Where is he? he's from? Florida, right? Yeah, he's is from he Florida. from Broward County? Let's see. Because it's like it's like think about like, like Brownsville, and that's kind of how they they describe it. He's from Deerfield Beach, which well, is. Oh, he, no, sorry, he died at Deerfield Beach. He's from Plantation, Florida, which is wild. It's from Broward County, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's like a really bad and shitty neighborhood in Florida. Yeah. But it's like, I only know that because my fucking, my dad's cousin is a cop out there or whatever. Right. But, um, yeah, so it's like, it's like how much of, like, how much of this is trauma? How much of this is like, I don't know. It's like, to me, it's like I, something makes you like this. Yeah. Something makes you that kind of person, you know, whether it's like whether it's like nature or like, you know, like some people have it in their genomes to be a sociopath. Right. And so it's like I don't I don't know what makes this person tick. I don't, I don't know much about him besides the things that he's done. So it's going to make me think that um, I don't really I personally don't speak ill of people that have passed on. Right. That's just my kind of thing. I don't I also feel like it also started like this storm on social media people were just like x a shithead he deserved what he got and then there were people like i don't speak ill of the dead he was a at least he was like there's like the middling people who were just like i'm oh, not gonna i'm not going to like bring light to him but i'm also not gonna sit there and like i would say nothing yeah that's... yeah it's like it's like it's easier to sit for me to say nothing because it's like i don't know like i don't know how his relationship was with his parents or anything like that or right. other people that they lost a the kid they lost someone they care about um his girlfriend who is actually pregnant has now lost now the child's lost a father and now lost a boyfriend and all the other stuff so he does have a child on the way who he'll never see and the child would never see his father which is kind of messed up um but 
you know, it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of wild, these situations. To me, he's always talked about death. Um, oh, that, trust me, people people like that, people that are violent, they have an obsession with, like, the occult and the macabre, man. Mm. They always they always think about those sorts of things because that's kind of, like, their mind always goes to some dark place, so death is something that they always think about. Um, Sort of the last word on X, it's just kind of like, I don't know. I didn't have much thoughts, really. It kind of... Um, I think... I don't know. I think in in lieu of him and in lieu of everything that's happened in terms of abuse and sexual like misconduct amongst stars and things like that, I just think we just have to treat each other better. I yeah. think there will be less exes in the world if we do treat each other better. I 100% if we, agree. If we focus on mental health. Did you see 6 ix post after he found out exes? <sighs> I hate that nigga so much. <laughs> I hate that nigga. Because it's like... Not only did someone that you like, like, like one of your contemporaries died, and so I feel like it'd be best for him to say, like, oh, you know, it's really sad what happened to him. Um, you know, maybe there's something I can do for him and his family or whatever. Because I know, like, six nine got all this money to be playing Carmen San Diego with Chief Keef, right? Yeah. Like he got all this money, to be, like, so he could he could help out. Like his other contemporaries, like Trippy Red and Slump, Ski Mask, the Slump God. Like, those people that were close to him mm-hmm. what, probably want to do something about it and probably care. But it's just, like, for him to come and say, you know, we got to stop this and we got to not do this. And it's like, nigga, shut the fuck up because we've been telling you that you could get popped or beat up for this shit. One of the things I heard was if you bring negative energy around you, negative energy will come back for you. That's not... also very true. And I think... To me, I don't know if it ends with this sort of situation because I don't think it, he was targeted. I don't it was just think kind it of like a victim of circumstance, but it kind I, of it's it's like if you believe in karma, it's kinda of like the karmic Yeah, the karmic cycle of cycle the, of yeah. the world. So um XXX is dead. Uh mm-hmm. and you know Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really I don't have I don't have much else to say. I, mean, I can't like, really praise him or Yeah, anything. to people people younger than us, this changes their world a whole this lot. This changes either. their entire world. I'm thinking of it from their perspective because this is kinda like their first major death of an artist who was at their peak. Unless you like unless you were a huge fan of Bankroll Fresh. Unless you were a huge fan of Well, like, I really like Bankroll. I thought man, I thought the world of that nigga. Uh, I thought the world of Chinks too, like Like this would be like this would be if if like in 2011 Drake died, and we would just be like, "Whoa!" Mm. I feel like that's at least how they feel. Um, it's kind of crazy though. Um, it is now 5:12 p.m. Tiana Taylor. Nothing. Mm. But we have to. We have to Tiana get Taylor on, Watch 2018. Tiana Taylor Watch 2018. We have to get on with the show. We have to get on with the show, and we have. Oh, the good music releases. The good music releases. Fuck. We're also talking about. Um, so we start from top to bottom. Like we we're start, start with... to top to bottom. Do you want to also? We got to briefly do the Jay Z and Beyonce thing. Oh, absolutely! Because I feel like this is a direct response to this. I feel yo. I feel like this is really a knee jerk reaction from the two of them on Kanye. The last month has been Good Music's month. It's yeah. they've essentially done a Good Music Friday, but with album releases. Um, their albums completely produced by Kanye West, from Kanye West's album. Well, 
loosely, loosely, produced, loosely. produced by Kanye West produced, is sort of the is sort of the attraction to it. Yeah, it's like oh, Kanye be- Kanye's back and producing, so now he's producing Pusha T's album. He's producing his own album. He's producing a joint album with him and Kid Cudi. He's producing an album with um, Nas. with Nas, and he's producing Tiana Taylor's album, which all came out. He announced them all at the same time. Um, Designer also dropped an album that we didn't talk about, which also had seven tracks, but they were not produced by Kanye, so they were not part of this. Um, <laughs> shout out to Designer. Disclaimer. Shout out to Designer. You really earned that good music contract. Um, did he really? Or did he just pop at the right time? I don't know. I don't know. He could have been on. No, nah, he really just popped at the right time. Trust I me. feel like if, they could have at least. I feel like if they gave a crap about Designer, they would have at least put him on one of these albums. Big facts. Um... Because they literally called, like, I think they even called Black Boy JB for one of these albums to do Screams. Or, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. Um, the Party Next Door is on it? Whatever. Um, let's get into the first album, which is arguably, Daytona. to this point, the best album of all of them. Lyrically, sonically. I'm gonna, I, we have not heard Keep That Same Energy. I'm going to go on a limb. This is better than that. What? This Daytona album. This Daytona album is better than... Tiana Taylor's upcoming album, Keep That Same Energy. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll because see. it could be in a different lane and we could enjoy it for different reasons. Oh, that's true. That's true. It's very true. Listen, yeah, let's keep that you, you, Yeah, you can't be... First of all, you can't... Crack and cocaine got the same bass, but they're not the same shit, my nigga. Mm. Okay? Shout out to J5, bring crack back. Um, Yo, he needs to he needs to stop that. <laughs> he needs to stop that because it's like I pop over my timeline and he's like he's the crack police. The nigga. crack is sizzling, baby. The crack is woo. <laughs> the crack is sizzling, baby. Phil Jackson, who signed Lamar Odom, who <laughs> was, was on, on crack. crack. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! God bless Stephen A. Smith and his obsession with thick Latinas. Daytona Pusha T. Um, it came out. I wonder, did it come out to fanfare? It came out on a sense of everyone being like, oh, there's this record that's about Drake. There's this record where he's continuing. This is the part that annoyed me about it because it's like it didn't sit. I want, this is what I want. I wanted Pusha T to hit us with like something that we would consider a classic, right? And a classic that wouldn't be. It would it would sort of stand on its own. It wouldn't be propped up by anything else but the music. Sure. So when that when when infrared dropped and everyone's listening to it and talking about baby and shit like that, and I'm just like, oh shit, this is gonna be the thing that like this is gonna be the promo for this record. I mean, the promo for this album. I mean, you need the, it helped him sell more albums. Like he sold nearly a hundred thousand albums his first week doing this. That's the fucked up part. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 it, like it's like how. Like it's his, it, it, it's at least guaranteed him another album. True, you know what? That's true. Um, Daytona was originally supposed to be called King Push. He felt like it did not um, fit the fit the theme. Mm-hmm. At least the songs that were chosen, seven songs out of the many songs that he wanted to choose. Kanye West is on the seven song trip, so he chose seven songs. To me, it ended up being a good choice. Yeah, no, I think I think this seven song thing has been sensible because, and, and really, the only sensible thing about Kanye West over the last month and a half, um, besides, I mean, you look at the album cover. The album cover even has its own controversy in itself. Oh yeah, this is mad fucked up. This is OD fucked up. This is OD fucked up. Like if you if you love like I'm sure he probably like loves Whitney Houston and loves her music, mm-hmm. but it's just like 
I'm sure this stands as a metaphor for drugs and drug abuse and just like his shady past, right. I guess. But it's just Kanye like Kanye picked this co- album cover. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But it's like you you as the artist still have to say, I'm okay with this. Yeah. That's true. That's one hundred percent true. Even though in interviews he was like Kanye picked it and he paid for it and Yeah, but that's thinking. also like that's also not being yourself being accountable. Right. That's saying, yo, he did that. That's not my fault. That's my boss. Right. He's the nigga with Trump. I, I don't do that. I don't do that thing. Which is pretty much his entire sort of album run. But to me, Daytona, the best music release out of all of them. To me, um, an early favorite for album of the year for me. Really? Yeah. Like, this is, to me, this is really, really I think good. it's a good album. I don't think it's defining of the year. I think it's a candidate. If I had to make a top ten of album of the year, this would be top ten. Um, I don't know, man. But... To me, just the sounds on it. I feel like that Black Panther soundtrack is just really good. It's really good. Don't get me wrong. It's really good. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know if this is in my... Because a lot of good music has come out, and that, no pun intended. But Here's has... how I feel. I feel like this album is so... It doesn't try to be not Pusha T. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Like, Pusha T... It, it, it's not like the he Kanye. He knows album. his bracket. He knows. His, he knows. He knows. He knows his specific niche style. This is style. like classic... Classical, let me say that, not classic, classical mm-hmm. sort of music intertwined with hip-hop, intertwined with the charisma and the delivery of Pusha T. Everything he says is calculated. Everything he says, he's one of the best technical rappers out there, I think, at least in sort of... Dean Malenko of rap. <laughs> the man of a thousand bars. Yes, man. And in and, and infrared, it's the Texas Cloverleaf, my nigga. Like, it's a... He has songs on here that are just like, if you know, you know, it's a great song. The games oh, you play is a great song. Hard Piano, man. Hard Piano is Santeria amazing. Santeria with it. Oh. Santeria. With 070shake.com or whatever it is, whatever her name is. She sounded, you know, she sounded good on this thing. It's just like, um, like what other song was she on? If some other she's, good on, mu- she's on pretty much all the good music releases. Yeah, like, she, literally, she's gotta on stop all with that. of them. Um, Comeback Baby. I even like Comeback Baby. Yeah. You were, you know... We were um, Rich Flair before I was Ric Flair. Like, all that shit. What would Meek do? What would Meek do is an amazing title for the song. It's something that's provocative. It's something that's going to get people to listen. It has Kanye West on it, who's talking all type of MAGA shit on it. But, like, he's a... He knew what he was doing. And I think... There were more songs recorded for this album. There was clearly something that he wanted to do when he picked Infrared. And he's just like... I'm doing this. Drake can respond or he cannot respond. My life goes on if he doesn't respond. If he does respond. No, it doesn't. His life completely. He's done this for so many years to Drake. And Drake has not responded on a sort of I'm attacking you level. No, no, no. no. It's This is the thing. He did this because he knows at this point that he has to respond. Does he? Drake didn't have to respond. No, he has to respond. Why do you say so? Because of the level of his stardom. Because now it's like it's like people like like websites and news outlets were making whole headlines about this that don't even involve music. But it was it it, it didn't happen until Drake responded. Like people were doing hip hop hip hop news sites were making this because hip that's what hip hop news sites are gonna do. They want people to get traffic. You're like, oh he's dissing Drake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit, it's a Drake this? Let me go listen to this shit. Oh, this shit was back, blah blah blah. He's saying the same shit he made every year, blah blah blah. That's what people were gonna do. It didn't make headlines until Drake said Time this duppy nigga, like boom, and drop the duppy freestyle. Mm-hmm. It didn't make headlines until then. I feel like 
whether he responded, I, I don't think Pusha T actually thought he was going to drop in a full song, but I think he's been anticipating it for years and hoping that would happen. And I think this week, I think this week because there's a part of the Drake, you know, there's a Drake side of the beef that I feel like we should get to the next episode when we talk about mm-hmm. his album because it, it plays into sort of the narrative leading up to his album and how... Let's see if he'll have any tricky subversive verses on this album. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he will, but Pusha T, you know, he he, he came with Infrared. Drake responded with W Freestyle. freestyle. The, story of the streets were hot for three days. Streets, Everyone's head was spinning, like, nigga. What? Everyone's, everyone's head was spinning. Said his brother's better than him. Said, talk about Virginia Williams. Said talked the, about all this other shit. What did he say? He said something else in this W Freestyle. Like he said, he said you rapping about what your cousins and them did. Oh my God! It was. A, don't get me wrong. Discredit him as a drug dealer. It was an exciting crazy. moment. He's like, you're approachable. That's what he said. He's like, you're approachable. I just seen you. I was in Wyoming, and it's true. Drake was in Wyoming. Drake helped contribute to the Yay album. Drake helped contribute to the life of Pablo. Like he's seen Pusha T before, and nothing has happened. So it's kind of like you're approachable. You're not. You think you're a, a, a drug dealer. You think you're this ice cold motherfucker, but you're really not. Like you're a approachable dude. Like, hey, um, Pusha T responded, and oh boy, Pusha T responded. First of all, he came out with the more results. The story of Adidon. The more the more results. The more results, nigga. You, you are, are the hiding father. a child. You when once you heard you are hiding a child, I went like this, nigga. Ooh. Like I put my hand <laughs> to my face. I was, I was like, damn. Over the story of OJ, mm-hmm. with the cover with Drake and blackface. Mm-hmm. That was an actual picture. Yeah. That was. There's so many layers and levels of murkdom to this. Yeah, no, he. This is this is strategy, he nigga. He thought of he thought of this for so long. Mm-hmm. I know he's wanted to do this for so long. Um, the kid shit. The Drake having a kid isn't new news. Drake having a kid, that was news earlier this year or later last year. We never covered it because it was just like the Baller Report, <laughs> Shade yeah, Room no. reports. Mm-mm, Drake having a child. Um, mm, nope. But we never got to that. But in terms of Pusha T, Pusha T has won this feud thus far. Pretty much. Yeah. But it's like the thing about I don't know. It's like what will this go down in history as? Because it's just like. Drake's me- first major L since either getting peed on him or getting slapped by Diddy. <laughs> getting slapped by Diddy. That shit is mad funny. That's an Cause, L. Cause, yeah, that is an L. <laughs> but it's like it's like mad funny because it's just like I picture him as the type of nigga like, put the baby powder in my hand. <laughs> and there's a nigga that comes over and starts sprinkling baby powder in his hand. And Drake's just like, what the fuck is that nigga doing? Whap! <laughs> cloud of smoke. Ah! <laughs> oh, pocket sand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But listen... There's a there's a more lengthy discussion to have on the actual mm-hmm. Drake side of it. We we're, we're only getting to the Pusha T part, and the Pusha T part is that he's won, which has made this album more prolific than mm-hmm. it actually is. It, and the story more of, prolific, or will this be its legacy? That's the thing. It'll be its legacy, but and it'll will also that be to the me legacy before the music. That's, to that's me, the crazy it part. isn't like. To me, it isn't like. Like I feel the, bad. The diss. Was so strong and it outweighed the album. The album Yo, is absolutely fucking good. Not. The album is good. The album is really good. It's just like the whole like wrapping my whole mind around it. Like yeah. it's like, all right, was this calculated as a way to like just push your album, or is this calculated as a way of like I really don't like this nigga. Like I really don't like this nigga. I don't like. 
I don't like his fucking boss. I don't like his boss's boss. Right. Because you've essentially And I was like, yo, if he cared about Wayne, he could have helped him out. Yeah. But truly. That's what it that's what that's what really sticks in my head. Like if he really cared about Wayne's situation, like he could have actually, I don't know, helped him out and said, Hey, we could we could give you this deal of good music or we could buy you out of your contract or some shit. Listen, it's a W for good music. <laughs> but this push it to album. Oh, absolutely, because it's just it's good. This Kanye West album, yay. It's it's all over the place, man. Kanye yeah. West has been all over the place for the last month, man. This this album is really a reflection of his mind. Listen, it's And it is a it is weird. It's out there. I, I mean had, it sounds good, it's just out there, man. Literally the week after we went on hiatus, this was everything started happening. And everything which I mean essentially the rollout for the album. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um Kanye West Strange tweets on Twitter, mm-hmm. you know, two-hour interview with Charlemagne trying to explain his weird thoughts on Twitter with blonde hair. Um, Looking like Meteor Man shit. TMZ, slavery was a choice. Oh, that shit is blowing my mind. That was the point where black people was like, all right, you... Did he not know that certain slaves revolted against their masters and that they were sent out to by the police forces of the local areas to be caught, captured, and tortured and killed? So to resist is very hard, right? You know, it's to to resist is very hard. Slaves did not have guns; they were not trained in combat. These were people that were malnourished and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Worked to the bone for like more than twelve hours a day. The fact my man said it like this, he was like a He's, slave. That sounds like a choice. And I was just like, you you're insane. Are on crack? Like it it it, it is amazing. No, and that shit is mental illness. It, it is so I wild. Can't, I can't even blame any sort of drug that someone this made on the like kitchen stove on. This is like post-bipolar disorder, post-I've-gone-insane-and-off-the-rack when he had to postpone his tour. This is post-all of that. And this is like, in the same you know breath we had, the Rhymefest issues and the Donda's House thing where the, the, the creatives of Chicago really uh, were the ones who pretty much suffered from all of this because it was built in honor of Donda West. Rhymefest was sent to, you know, manage the things, but they weren't getting any funding from Kanye West, whereas Kanye West is funding all types of other shit, some ugly sneakers and all this other shit. So, you know what? It is what it is. But Kanye West, one thing that can't be argued is with this album, I feel like Kanye West has regressed as just yeah. an artist and a... A human being, my nigga. Yeah. Like, as a, as a living, breathing human being... As a person that represents, like, when you go out there as a black person, I want you to know that you represent other black people and you're making black people look fucking terrible. But he does not see, he does not want to see race. That is crazy. He does not want to see race. That is crazy. But, like, I feel like a lot of his problems, especially, I mean, even in the world that he in, stems from race. And I feel like at one time he championed sort of the black, he just championed blackness so hard. And now. I feel like, I mean, he's black, but at the same time, I don't he's know. He's that stupid-ass uh, Pharrell shit. What is that shit, new black? He's, to he's, me, that shit it, is in terms of what I wanted to say is like, yo, Kanye West fetishizes fame in like a very perverse way. Like yeah. he wants to be famous. I've always said if he if if he wanted to be anything in the world, be a white woman. Like he's... <laughs> He fetishizes fame. When he joined the Kardashian family and he, he got married and essentially was brought into the Kardashian family, he became a headline from there. Um, 
he's wanted to be accepted for so long. Even back in his Rockefeller days, he wanted to be just be accepted as a rapper, be accepted mm-hmm. the thing. But now he just wants to be accepted by everyone. Mm-hmm. He wants to cross all genres. He wants to dot Can't. all bubbles. Cannot. He wants to do everything. You and cannot. You cannot have everyone's love, you stupid, stupid fucking man. It's just, it's just in a perverse way. Like, it's kind of, to me, it's very sad. It's very sad, the eagerness for fame, because he feels like he hasn't reached the levels. And I think he looks at people like Drake, who, you know, just who's in his moment and in his element at the peak of his powers right now, and everything comes so easy to him. Mm-hmm. He looks at even his own wife, Kim Kardashian, and just that the access. That bitch just, uh, should just show her ass. <laughs> yeah, just the access in the, in, in the social media. He looks at Jay-Z. Jay-Z, another one. We talk about, we're going to talk about Jay-Z and Beyonce probably towards the end of this, but yeah. just someone who's just like, yo, my life is all, like, I'm the most powerful rapper on earth, mm-hmm. and everything I do shifts the culture in a way. Kanye West is just, you know, in terms of this Yay album, the first track, I thought about killing you. What did you think about that? He a dickhead. Um, <laughs> everyone was like, to me, everyone was like, the, the the biggest conspiracy theory I thought I I heard about it was it was about Drake. <laughs> no, I think it was really about like. People thought it was about Kim K. No, I think it's literally about him. About himself. I think it's it's literally. A, a I thought about killing you. I thought about killing myself. That's what I thought it was. But I love myself way more than I could ever love you. Just the lyrics. I'm trying to figure it. Let me. Let me. I'm trying I to. I thought find it was it. about suicide. I really did. I mean, it may be. I'm. A, I would not. I would not dispute the fact if Kanye at some point thought about suicide. He says today I, th- I seriously thought about killing you. I contemplated premeditated murder. Murder. And I think about killing myself, and I love myself way more than I love you. So, today I thought about killing you. Um, the genius police are probably looking. Let me just see what's the... The genius police? So, let's see. It's, it's a bunch of niggas in rap, and like, um, <laughs> in like lab coats with like gold chains. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> They're looking into microscopes. Let's see. Sitting at the computer like thugs. I mean, to me, this album is all over the place, and it's not even... Close yeah. to it, anything. If we if we had to pick the worst Kanye album, this is it. Oh, absolutely, this man. Niggas was like lambasting Jesus, and I was like, nah, this is this is this some, is worse. This than is Jesus. like this is really like a paper machine. People project. find Jesus good. I don't think anyone finds this genius. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like black people were the people who call Kanye West a genius. Yeah, like, they were the first people to give him his praise, give him his awards. I'm sure before he won a fucking Grammy, he definitely But he won. doesn't want that. He doesn't want the acceptance of just black people. He doesn't want to be marginalized. Why do I have to be marginalized as just a black artist? I just want to be an artist. Because like, you are. You are a black and it artist. Parts, it's part of your identity. So you, are, you, are a main, you are a mainstay in hip-hop. Jay-Z and Beyonce now have profited by putting their blackness first. So it's Absolutely. not... And Everyone, lo- I mean, just pop culture in itself has profited from putting black culture first. Nigga, Black Panther was one of the highest grossing movies of all fucking it's time. It's not even that, just everything that's borrowed from black culture. From the music, the, the way it sounds, the memes, the, the, the hairstyles, the, 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 the outfits. I'm not going to even lie to you. Now it's like Facebook is just a slew of people redoing memes mm-hmm. to make them sound more black. But I know the people behind them are probably so white. Listen, the people who are pushing forward um, black music at record labels, 
they aren't black, but they know, you know, the blackness is going to sell. And yeah, the no, they're, is going they're, to having, they're having people sit through, like, SoundCloud and scan through. Like, Imagine like, being told you're not black enough by a white guy. Imagine. Oh, Imagine man, being I think told I, that. I'd, I'd probably dick slap him. Um, we have we have on here. I mean, if there's any is a track that stands out to me, it's all mine. Yeah, all mine is like I think that's probably like the most remixed one. <laughs> it, no, it is. It's literally like on SoundCloud. A lot of a lot of producers on SoundCloud have been doing remixes of this, um, this track. A lot of people like Ghost Town. <laughs> it's just catchy. That that little that 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 just that whole melodic flow. Um, I thought it was the dream at first, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought it was the dream too. But it's actually I put my, was that is that the one I put my hand on the stove and it's yeah. and it's all shit like that. That's oh seven oh shake or something. Niggas sound like a ringtone. Uh, yeah, I get that shit. I get um, that shit in a second. Yikes is people people apparently like that. I'm not really a fan. Um, but there's not really a lot to love. He talks about his wife. He talks about his daughter. He talks about he doesn't want his daughter to be fine because he doesn't want people to look at her. And I'm nigga, like, you first of all, first of all, he's getting titties now. Like he got nigga, yo, when he said I had to get liposuction so you guys wouldn't laugh at me like you laughed at Rob, I low key like peed my pants because I thought that was sad. But I also thought that was fucking hilarious. And then I also thought, wow, that's also very vain as fuck. Um, I want to get my titties reduced. Though. Also, you know. I just I just imagine him. Do the hard on... work and run on the scale, man. Don't get liposuction. Nah, with you? it's it's a little different for people with 1E1, too. People that take medication. <laughs> it's a little harder. Especially he's now. He's, he's... Put it in his wife's ass. Like, that's like... really what I thought happened. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I was like, oh, my God, her hips are going to match, nigga. <laughs> her <laughs> hips are going to match. Oh, my it's gonna God. It's going to be crazy. But listen, that's the era of yay at this point. It's just like it's not really a good um, – no one considers it that good. Let me see. What's the general what's – like, What's the Rotten Tomato scaling on this one? Yeah, what's the, what's the Wikipedia slew of albums? And Wikipedia – look at all these pub- – oh, my God. All right. It is – yeah, it's the worst of any Kanye album. It's got a 64. Everything. Everyone's giving it B's and C's and – and tiny mixtapes. I'm sure they put themselves there. Um, <laughs> Edit. Yeah. Add to grid. Sell. <laughs> oh my god! But pretty much, it's like yeah, it's a. It's not good. It's not good. It was, it was a slew of people helped with this, and it's not. It's not anywhere as as good as it should be. Now, kids see these ghosts. To me would be so much better if we had less Kanye. If you if this was just a Kanye Yo, album. I he came in like an asshole after a Chipotle dinner. He I don't know I don't know if that's appropriation of ballroom culture or not. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't like is he imitating an asshole? I like this album. I it's think not, a lot of people like this album. It's only bad because there's so much Kanye. I've listened to this album three times already just to get my mind wrapped around it. And I was just like, yo, Kanye is literally the fatal flaw here. It's it's To me, this was like the step after the life of Pablo in terms of just like music and shit like that and how Kanye's music should have gone. But I don't know. He always goes left. He always goes right. It's kind of like whatever Kanye does. He's going to continue to pivot as he continues to make music. But to me, this was a good album. I liked Pretty much everything here. Um, well, not actually. Let me not say that. I like like five out of seven of these. So it's a pretty strong album. Kids see these goes. I think it put Kid Cudi back on the map mm-hmm. for like 
a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Um, people remembered why they loved Kid Cudi because Kid Cudi, for the last like five years, has been trying to do this alt rocker shit, <laughs> and it has never worked out because he stepped away from his core group of fans and just it, it just didn't sound good. Just honestly, it just didn't. It just never sounded good. Um, the next album we have up is Nas. Ah, yes. Nas. Nazir. Yo, this album, album was recorded with a kufi on and incense in the room, I swear to God. It's very black, and despite all Kanye-isms of it. Like, it's, I know, that's the wildest part of it. It's, a, it's, a, it's the album that, to me, Nas always has these sort of type of albums. Where it's like, it'll be one like, to me, he's like, good, not as good, good, not as good, good, not as good, extremely black, good, not as good. This is the extremely black part. This is, to me, to me, I like a lot of stuff on here. I love the intro, Not For Radio, with Diddy talking to shit. Mm-hmm. I love Cop Shot The Kid, because of the beat. Cop Shot The Kid. Cop, Cop Shot The Kid. I was like, oh, they're making it bounce, even though that's kind of fucked up. Um, <laughs> a, pe- a lot of people like Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, this was a good album. For all of twenty six hours. Mm-hmm. No, I'd say probably less than that. When it came out Friday, um, B and J came out Saturday. It was for less than twenty four hours. This was a fire. It, it was a solid album. People were saying this is oh, this is Nas's best album since I was like, all right, no, it's not. Just I know you've heard Nas albums before, um, but. The story of this album, unfortunately, is the fact that it got completely LeBron blocked by Jay-Z and Beyonce mm-hmm. because they took so long to release this album. And then when they did, t- less than 24 hours, Jay-Z and Beyonce dropped. But is, is there anything that you like about this album? Yikes. Ooh. Not really. It's just like <clears throat> I was never a huge Nas fan. Mm-hmm. Like I appreciated him for his work and what he's done for music, but it's just like... For me, sitting through this, and it's like the production is good, the lyricism is good, but I'm probably never gonna listen to this fucking album again. To be to be very real with you, it's as, as like, long I, as an episode of Seinfeld. Yeah, and it's like it still doesn't have anything that would bring me back to it. So mm. it's like to me, that's that's not music that I would that would I would rate on a scale. Right. But the way, best way to look at Nas is to compare him via his other albums. If you compare this via his other albums, this yeah. is like this is like a really good Nas album. It's better than some of them. <laughs> okay, I would say that by virtue of it being short, to me, it's more listenable than most other Nas albums. Correct. Because most other Nas albums that haven't been good are usually twice this length. And you get to the point where you get worn out by Nas telling you, you know, stories about queens and stories about black youth Ancient and, gods. and shit like that. Um, the one story that happened before this album was released, it was found out that um, Khalees revealed that hey, he used to beat me up. He used to beat me up, mm-hmm. and it Absolutely. wasn't talked about on this album, which I was very surprised about. But then I'm also not surprised because oh no, niggas put out an article about that. Nas talks about the important issues, but not the most important issue. Right? <laughs> that's definitely that's I, that's that's not something that's gla- that's like passed by other people. There, there. You talk about like how his marriage kind of failed on Life Is Good, but yeah. we talk about like 
why his why marriage failed. failed or why his wife doesn't want to speak to his yeah. ex-wife doesn't want to speak to him. It is what it is. I mean, no, nah, it's actually not is what it is, but it's... It's fucking terrible. It's fucking terrible. And you'd want to think it was, you know, he was straightforward. Oh, I, I forgot to say, the fucking DA one, the album released in Wyoming, that shit was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, that shit was weird, that burning log shit. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was like a, an adult swim bump. <laughs> like, I, thought, I thought that was something that adult I, swim I, would... I, I didn't watch any of the streams. Oh, I only saw like a couple seconds of it. I knew... I only knew it was going on because Adrian had to cover it, so I was just like, what the fuck is this? Listen, I didn't watch any of the streams, um, but if I had watched the stream, I'd know how this fucking Tiana Taylor album sounds. Is it out yet? Let's see. It's now 5.42. Still in the Tiana Taylor? Uh, we still, is the Tiana Taylor album out? Keep that same energy, girl. Come on. It is not out. We can move on. Last album that we were talking about on this very lengthy return of Two Belts. Mm-hmm. Longest episode we've ever done, hands down. Oh, hands down, absolutely. Hands like, down. my ass hurts now. Yes, hands up, hands down. We'll, we'll make it short. Hands up, thumbs down. To be honest, up. I'll be completely honest, hot take, there's not much to talk about about this album. Oh, yeah, dead ass. I think this is, like, their Godfather 3. <laughs> No, I'm dead ass. This is their Godfather 3. Oh, my God. What a great fucking... No, dead ass. I agree. I agree. Have you seen The Godfather? I've seen... I've not seen Godfather 3. You've never seen Godfather 3? No. So, it's just like they had to end it. That's really what it is. That's, that's 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 how I see it. I see it as them going... Okay, we had lemonade. Then we had your part of the story. Right. So this is this is the third act. This, and it's is, like, closure. this, this is conclusion. Because I need people to stop, women to stop yelling at you, like you're like the worst nigga ever. Here's the thing about this album. To me, one of the most prominent things about this is that Jay Z is so secondary. Oh, absolutely. On this album, like the hype about it is Beyonce's back. Yeah. And what people have to also work through is Jay-Z's also there. So they're also just like, all right, I guess we listen to Jay too. It's not about him. It's like about the on and the he, run. And he knows it. His, it's literally, this album is selling a tour. Beyonce, Lemonade is about Beyonce. Yeah. Jay-Z 444. Is about him. It's his memoir. It's about him. <laughs> Some songs about Beyonce. Beyonce's on it too. Um, this album is like a celebration of love. Mm-hmm. A celebration of unity, a celebration of we've been through hard times, but we've we've figured it out, and this is sort of the product. This is like the product of two people who are in love and who've been through the trials and who have sort of come back from it, um, while also being incredibly rich, mm-hmm. because that is a major theme motif mm-hmm. of to me. Really, the last three albums are that yo. Also, we're dumb rich. Um, stupid fucking rich. Stupid Nick. fucking rich. Like, filming videos at the... the Louv- she said her great-grandchildren are already rich, nigga. Already rich, man. Ape shit. How do you feel about ape shit? I, 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 I saw the demo drop. Of course the demo dropped. I saw the demo drop. I was so mad. I was just like, yeah, I gotta stop doing this, this ad-lib game with niggas. Yeah, I mean, so here's the I thing. I find it very annoying and very alarming at the same time because I'll download an album, I'll see none of the credits, but I'll start hearing the voice and I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna get this. Oh, oh I'm not gonna Offset about to jump in and Merc Hove. Uh, 
I pull up Hove in the lab, never, protect. I forgot Hove would never let that happen. Never again. <laughs> after Renegade, after the just the just the sheer. I just think I think just because of like young versus new, it don't even sound. People are gonna think Jay Z. People think Jay Z got murked anyway on this album. Oh no! Every Jay Z Beyonce collaboration, Beyonce proves that she's the best. <laughs> she, she's oh man, she when she, Beyonce starts rapping double time on ape shit. Yeah, and. Jay-Z just kind of, like, has to stand there in the background and be like, you go, baby. Yeah, he's just standing there like this. Like, you, you he's go, doing that, that shoulder shuffle yeah, shit. Yeah, you go, baby. You dance the moves. Yeah, girl, you show. Yeah, girl. Damn, your ass is fat. You go, girl. Yeah. Like, I'm a very rich stay-at-home dad now. <laughs> um, Everything is love to me. Solid. Um, the cover is so funny to me. Because I think it's supposed to be kind of like a car- like a display of them. It's a display of black love and affection yeah. where the black woman is doing... The black man's hair. Yeah. And that's love. That is. That's love. I've seen Creed. That's not- <laughs> I know it goes both ways. Um, it's love. That's really what they put. They put first of all, they put their blackness forward uh, with one foot. Mm-hmm. Their richness with the other foot. Because can't forget they're fucking rich. Yeah, they man. Once you make it to a certain tax bracket, you're not gonna stop talking about your paddocks. No, I'm sorry. I mean, all nine tracks. We're in love, and also rich. We fuck on a bed made of money. <laughs> <laughs> I've got friends, friends also who have money. <laughs> I've got you know, I'm nice with money. <laughs> this summer is amazing with money. I'm ape shit. With money, nigga. Like, I've gone A shit with money. <laughs> can't the black wait. effect. I can't wait till they drop the, the, the remix of A shit featuring money. Featuring money. Like, featuring it, money, it, wealth, and trust funds. <laughs> it's like, my daughter's rich. My daughter's 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 rich. That's the new Rockefeller, nigga. Like, come on. It's, it's just Jay-Z and money. <laughs> this album, is. there's not a lot to figure about about this album. This isn't an overly, you know, statement album about the sign of times. I really think this is this is this is a clever ploy to sell a tour and like Beyonce was just tired of y'all talking about her nigga. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I mean, Okay, I can shit on my man. But y'all can't shit on y'all my gotta man. Y'all gotta stop. Y'all gotta y'all nigga. gotta listen, Sean's here too, okay? We've gone through this. We've done this too. We went to marriage counseling. Sean is part of the family. He is blues fa- he is blues father. Without him you would not have would these not funny have blue, blue memes. Yes. So kids How do you feel about that? What that the, the child is just a meme? The also? child is a meme and like she got his face. The celebrity, yes. It's, it's his face. That's what it is. The it's, celebrity of blue. So it's just like his face is mad expressive even when he's not being very expressive. People are going to concerts and filming blue. Yeah. And it's just... But I just pray she has a normal childhood. I, but sure I feel she like is. she can't really have like a super normal childhood. She's not going to have a super normal. I just normal. hope she stays grounded enough. She's going to be normal enough. I, I, hope- I find her hilarious. Oh, absolutely. Just Everyone. the things that she says. Like, there was, like... Because she's a little girl, nigga. Of course she's going to be hilarious. Kids, was, kids are mad, funny, and mischievous. There was fucking... There was an Instagram by, like, Tina Knows, which is Beyonce mom. And, like, they're in this, like, theater, and you're not supposed to film in it. But Tina was like, fuck it, I'm filming anyway. And all you hear is blue in the background. Grandma, you can't film in here. Grandma, you're not supposed to film in here. And then she, like, cuts it off and probably, like, scolds her and shit like that. Listen, what I tell you? What I tell you once I'm on social media? I remember once Beyonce brought her on the red carpet for some show, and it's just, like, there's a meme of, like, Beyonce just looking down and was like, you better shut your ass up now. Oh, God. Oh, my God. But listen, everything is love is here. 
there's there's not much to talk about. It's a collaborative album. They've been mm-hmm. talking about this collaborative album for like the last three years. Mm-hmm. This is this isn't new. This isn't coming out of nowhere. This isn't like oh shit. This, uh, we didn't know this was coming. This has been coming for as long as title has been alive. Mm-hmm. This has been a title exclusive as long as title has been here. Oh, absolutely. I mean, just it being them. Right. We knew it was going to be there, and then it comes up on Apple Music as the Carters. The Carters. Listen, not the Beyonce and her husband. Not Beyonce and her nigga, B and M. B and M. I'm trying to see uh, if there's any sales updates on this album. I mean, XXX album is going stupid bananas. Oh, I, I I figure man. niggas are streaming. He was already a streaming uh, juggernaut, but now it's just like crazy. Um, oh, Ape Shit is going to radio. If you had to pick another single from this album, what would you have picked? Besides Ape Shit? Yeah. Oh, um, hold on. Let me actually look at the track listing. Cause I, I listen- nice. I mean, nice, 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 nice. I like Boss. I like Friends. I like 713. I like Heard About Us. Um, I like Ape Shit, I guess. Mm. No. I'm trying to find. Oh, R.I.P. Anthony Bourdain. That happened, too. Oh, yeah, R.I.P. Anthony Bourdain, man. Me and my dad used to love watching his show, man. R.I.P. to him, man. That was a sad truly, day. Truly a vanguard for food and food cultures and just, like, just exposing people to more things so they understand it better instead of, like, he wasn't one of those niggas that just goes to your country, eats your food, and kind of, like, gives it a rating. No, he tries to get an understanding of the culture or right. why it's like this and tries to explain it to people. Yeah. Because it's a lot of comfort foods too. It's like it's like things that are native. Like they might not necessarily be healthy for you, but it's just like it's just good to get an understanding of that culture's baseline. 100%. Because certain cultures we only see what's at the top. You know, people who talk about India, they don't talk about the people that are poor and their their water is like contaminated and shit like that. Mm-hmm. They just want to talk about, like, the, the Taj Mahal and all the wonders of India. Right. Yeah. So it's just, like, he was just just a beautiful person, man. Just a beautiful... Uh, it's crazy. Everything is love, baby. Everything is love. Everything is love. On Crip. Um, you know what? I'm not even asking about the songs. We should end it here. What is my songs? About the songs that you would pick as another single from Everything is Love. <clears throat> it's hard for me. You might not even want another single from this, to be honest with you. You yeah, might, you're right. I don't really care. You might be like, <laughs> ah, ape shit. And I'm sure you recorded videos for other things. They were recording videos in Jamaica. I thought they would have, uh, I thought it was going to be like Beyonce's album, uh, where everything had a video. Uh, I mean, it still might. Who knows? They it's, both got extreme amount of money. They literally own the rights to their own music. You know, I've been thinking about this. Like, when are they just going to buy their own fucking country? Hmm. I feel like he says they haven't already. That's the thing. Like, you think they're just gonna start at, like their own little island? I would love to see them, sort of the fifty-first state or some shit. I would like to see <laughs> them like take back the community. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's one thing. I like in my head. I always think about that with like black wealth, I'm, and like, I'm not saying that just because. Like, I would love to do that, but mm-hmm. I'm not stupid rich. I'm not saying it's their responsibility to because they were rich. I'm just saying it's like you are you. Long-term effects, you could do something, build some schools yeah, and shit like we that. Could tra- I'm we sure could really done change. charity, but I'm sure they could change. We like, could change just around. like the perspective, just like the future for a lot of young inner city 
kids. That's what I think about when I think about them, Diddy. Yeah, to be Kanye's honest, Kanye's already lost. I would we, love to do we that. We lost that nigga a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, that nigga's but... just like, listen, the the kids in Chicago don't even get funded. Um, They're I, getting sent fake Yeezys. I've thought about it all the time. Yeezys. I'm like, yo, I wish I was rich enough to start buying, you know, property and buildings and just being able to do something with it for my own people because I feel like Everything is sort of pushing this out. I'm seeing so many giant buildings being made in my neighborhood. And just to cram more people in. Bro, I walk through the Bronx. They're slapping condos left and right in there. Dog, there are at least, I want to say in a four-block radius, there are like five buildings going up. I'm not going to lie to you. And I would love to live in those buildings. If I could live in the city just comfortably, I would. And if I'm making more money than I than I should, it's just like I'm just going to throw it into the community, man. That's, yeah. Because it's like, I don't need this. No, this is just excess. Yeah. That's what, I, that's what I would start to feel like. I'd feel like this is too much. Like, I don't even buy, like, fancy shoes. i probably buy, like, a, a pair of sneakers, probably, like, two pairs of sneakers a year, mm-hmm. maybe, if, if my sneakers are that bad. But it's like, that's it. Don't ask me about my sneakers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's really, I've never, not like But a uh, yeah, I just feel like, yo, it could so, because there's so much like going up, and I know there's so much there's going up. There's so much going up. And there's so many like, people getting displaced. Yeah. Homelessness is crazy. Homelessness is fucking In crazy. In New York City, I know it's worse than a lot of different states. Like, I know California is very so bad. crazy. But it's like, I wake up at four something to go, to head out to work and get there at like 6 a.m. I'm getting on the train, and if I end up on the last cart, which I need to be, I've got nothing but about like, Six or seven homeless people either trying to avoid the cold nights or like, or like sitting it's too hot or it's like or like yeah or they they've like made their own like homeless people are like making their own like they're like a whole bed and like box springs and yeah. like all this other shit like they're like, living on the street yeah like foam mattresses that they take yeah. with them yeah there's like a whole thing like. You walk and there this. is not enough assistance here in New York for it. No. These people have they, some people have to pay to stay in shelters. So they they beg on the train, they do what they can to try to make money. There's a guy who comes into my job all the time to buy strings for his guitar and he's like, "Oh, hey man, you know, I've only got like this much change." And like, we cover the cost for him because we feel bad. Yeah. Like my manager was just like, he's literally playing for a place to stay. Right. It's crazy, it's man. It's fucking sad, yo. Yeah. It's we we've the people at the top value money more than the people. Right. 100%. Um, um, but you know what? To end this on a positive note, if you can, go out there, make a change, do something do something good for another person, and you'll probably feel good about it, you know? Just go out of your way to do good things for good people, and good things will happen to you. Big facts. Big facts. Listen, this is the, probably listen. the most positive thing I've ever Starting said Starting off season four, the surprise episode. Yeah, yeah. On a, on a different note, longest episode. We gave you something, some long episode. Gave you that long episode. <laughs> gave you that long episode. Because we'll be back in two weeks. You're. Um, thank you for listening to Two Belts. Um, we look forward to what we bring you on season four. Yeah, this export is going to be so long. It's going to be wild long. And think about it, I have to edit and listen to two hours of this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Out here with them dicks! <laughs> <laughs> But we'll be back in two weeks where we talk about the Drake album, Scorpion. If it's whack, finish him. Yeah, we'll just. (laughs) No, okay. It's called Scorpion. If it's whack, it's still going to sell. Yeah. That's the the fucked up part. It's like Wild Wild West of albums. It could be that. Yo, it could be him farting into a mic for eight hours, nigga, and niggas would stream that shit crazy. It would never be. I wonder if Drake will, like, talk about his blackness on it. Like, find his blackness on this album. 
And it's just like, we're talking Shiki about Drake. that. Yeah, we're talking the about Shiki that Drake now. with the tiny lens, like the tiny little glasses. When Pusha T said, you can't even, he said something about his hair. My nigga said, you can't even, your hair not nappy enough. I was like, damn, nigga. That was mean. No, no, no. I think the, the 40 shit was what got me and me The go, 40 oh, shit was mean. That man is 666. That man is 666. I was like, oh, nigga, no. Why? I was like, he's got MS. God damn. You vicious son of a bitch. But this is rap warfare. This is rap warfare, This is rap warfare. Listen, your hair... I'll allow it. Your hair wasn't nappy enough. That was mean. That's that's mean to you? Afraid to grow it because your fro wouldn't nap enough. I'm sure the amount of hairstyles Drake has gone through over the last, like, six years, he's like, I don't know what to do with this hair. I grew it out. I I don't like it. I cut it. People don't like it. I cut my beard off. I look like a naked mole rat. Like, with the, <laughs> he, with nah, the fade. He, he really doesn't like a thumb, though, when yeah. his hair is like, it, like he's got, got no beard. heads, man. Yeah, he do. He got that stocky it's thumb. It's like the neck with the thumb. and uh, You know, you know let's end it here. This has been episode 151 of the Two Belts Podcast. Yeah. We are back. Um, feel free to listen to everything on RNC Radio. Like our plays. Everything. Listen to all of it. Listen to I plays. order you. This is a command. Listen to the to From the, the Hypnotoad. You know. I'm, I'm, I make all the artwork for the playlist. He really does. I uh, know some of the podcasts I do. I make the artworks for this podcast. Definitely, definitely. Um. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, I don't do any sort of visual shit. I literally just record it on my laptop. I'm not sure what aesthetic we're gonna go for this season because I did all the heads thing for season three, and that was like the kind of aesthetic thing. But no, <laughs> but. I'm, yeah, I'm not doing that for Go season put four. butts, just mad butts. Because like cutting out those heads every week. Oh my god! Really? Um, you sat there in Photoshop and just no. There's an app for it. You can cut it. You can cut out one head and it just blurps like 40 heads. Um, but yeah, we find out the aesthetic for but. this. Oh, if you're listening to this, BT Awards will be in eight hours. So watch with your black friends and. Oh, I'm I've, I'm only showing up on Twitter for the memes. So I'm not gonna actually watch. I'm not. Awards, re- I'm baby. not really. I'm not really gonna watch the BET That's Awards. That's the BET Awards. You know what? They got Stephen Hill out the paint, so I don't know if I want to watch it because they did. Jamie Foxx is the host, and then he did a parody of Black Panther, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Nigga, you're black. This is corny." <laughs> This is only what, well, would have been less corny if it was White Panther. No, no, but even Snow that, Leopard. But <laughs> even in a sense, it's just like, why are we doing parodies at anything, nigga? They parodying us. You black. But sometimes he's funny. I don't know. We'll see. We'll yeah. be back next week. Yo, he definitely slept that girl with his meat, though. Ooh, wait a minute. Uh, that shit was wild. You can't blame that on the goose, baby. Oh, my God. End of episode. End of episode before you say more shit. <laughs>